0: This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions.
1: You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 123, Director Who. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook. Download at bit.ly slash soulstone2016. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Patreon. Support the Shattered Soulstone with your support you can help the show grow become a patreon today patreon.com/soulstone ah, fresh
0: meat. Fresh. Ah, fresh meat. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial darn forage pouch, this is episode 123 of Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It's Monday, July 25th, 2016, and I am your host once again, Lantonio. And I'm joined by my, uh, hello, uh, again, no, uh, nope, nope, it's me again, all by my lonesome. So, tonight, no, I, I, w- I wouldn't punish you guys with that again. So, let's just go ahead and say it. Uh, Jen Braja, um, unavailable, Braja, he's busy this weekend, He's got some things going on. Uh, average season affecting... Jen, she's just not up for the podcast tonight, plus a little busy, but I'm free, and I decided I wouldn't torch you guys with another lon Solo show, so I decided to go ahead and call in a favor and brought back my good friend, if you guys remember, uh, he was just on a show with us not too long ago, we interviewed him, he and I talked probably way too long, got really into Diablo, he's a Diablo fan, as much as I am I would say. Aspertillo, also known as Dylan. How you doing, buddy? Oh,
1: I'm doing fantastic. How are you today?
0: Well, it's nighttime, so I'm, I'm okay. But uh, the day wasn't so bad either. A little hot, a little sticky. But, you know, I've cooled off. I'm dry now. How about yourself? <laughs> <laughs>
1: about the same. It's been uh, suffocatingly hot around here. Uh, I'm glad I stayed inside.
0: Yeah? Where, where, where are you located again? I can't remember
1: i'm in indiana
0: indiana okay yeah i'm in wisconsin and uh, south central i guess i would say wisconsin um, big flashy town of whitewater it's been it hasn't really been that hot but you know what they say it's just a gosh darn humidity around here um humidity levels been really really nasty so i've been trying to stay inside as much as possible in front of my air conditioning and computer games it's it's nice that okay. way but you know yeah, duty calls yeah um Real life, real life. I'll go ahead and I'll say what I've been doing just to give you a breather to think about what you've been up to in real life before uh, we get on to the show. Me, um, well, not a lot has changed since the last time. Um, I had a wonderful, my, my great, awesome car took a junker on me. Uh, I was going, I made it about, f- uh, well, let's just start with this. First, took it for a kind of a decently long trip and it was a really 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 hot day it barely made it home at least I felt like it barely made it home because it was like overheating and it was making strange noises and yeah well a couple days later I had to go out of town again didn't really have someone else's vehicle to use at the moment so I decided to take a chance I had a feeling it was gonna happen or something was gonna happen because it just didn't sound very well sounded like uh... for anyone who is car Literate. it sounded like the lifters were knocking like it had low oil but it didn't and it's just you know something was just ready to give but anyway it made it about a mile out of town and the car just went blah blah killed so uh, i'm pretty sure the engine blew because when i checked it i had no compression and uh i don't i haven't had a chance to see if the timing belt went or whatever but i'm pretty sure it's also an interference engine on a saturn sl i think it's a 93 but it's a junker either way, but unfortunately that's the only car I have at the moment as well Because of that car accident I had a, long, a little while back But you know, whatever, that's my fantastic, I guess, story of real life Fun, exciting stuff, um, My 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 shame So, um... Uh, in case I haven't updated you, I mean the house is fully moved in, everything's out of boxes, not a single box in the house anymore, I actually did our, like, I guess you would call it our fall cleaning, um, it's not really anywhere near fall yet, but, uh, we, after, like I said, after we get all the boxes out, we were gonna do cleaning, so we went crazy the other, last weekend and stuff on getting the house clean, and the rest is just, you know, same, same stuff, different day, so, anything in particular you'd like to share, Vesper?
1: Not too much, I've been just been, you know, living life the same as you, I haven't moved, but went to a good friend of mine's wedding, and just, that, that couldn't have gone any better.
0: Oh yeah? Did you get shit wasted?
1: <laughs> Unfortunately not that night, uh, I still, uh, I drove home, I didn't spend the night Ooh, in the hotel. did you, one did, did
0: you drive home and get wasted, ladies? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, well, hey, maybe on. I shouldn't. That's maybe right. I shouldn't you, expose you, you, that. You,
0: you can share. That's what weddings are for. That's true. You're single, yes, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> uh, now I am. Yeah. Well, that's all. That, well, oh, is that bec- it's not because of the wedding? Is it? <laughs> no, 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 It was after that. <laughs> okay. Oh, after she found out. Oh well. No, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. But Uh-oh. yeah. So. So what, what are you? What are you drinking tonight?
1: We got some one fifty one with uh some fruity juice yeah yes. just
0: kind of going straight with it you know throw the Everclear right. up there heck with it oh, right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so <laughs> so so juice right yeah we're, we're family friendly yes. anyway yep. yeah you know well I mean this was not much better than my green tea but hold on it's with ginseng and honey oh yeah you know when you pour this into a cup though and pour it over ice it looks like you're drinking like some kind of or champagne it's got a weird color it's like a uh, like a champagne color I would say because I put it in a fancy little cup you know because I like to have my, my my juice look fancy and the oil is <laughs> and you know it looks makes it look like there's you know something fancy in there but I keep my you know my ginseng can next to me to prove that it's good stuff but just don't let the old lady see what you sneak inside of it later anyway <laughs> <laughs> so before we get any trouble with this, and we, you know, everyone, this is this is right here. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Why I shouldn't be allowed to do solo shows because I blab and I don't continue on and I lose track, especially at, at night. You know. So anyway, Dylan, what you been up to in game?
1: Unfortunately, not nearly as much as I'd like to be. Killing me, Smalls. Um, yeah, and supposed know, to be here horrible. to make me
0: not have to talk so much <laughs> Nobody well, wants to hear me talk so much They got like two hours of me last week
1: <laughs> Oh, uh, people keep listening to the show because of you, you know So, uh, anywho well, we, don't,
0: we just don't, we, yes I know, but we don't say that Jen and will hurt the feelings
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shh, we'll, we'll keep that between us, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, anywho since uh, in Season 6, I didn't... Like I said, I didn't get nearly as far as I wanted to. Um, I only got to about uh, 240, 250 Paragon. I played uh, Softcore this season just to screw around with the Monk. I hadn't played him in a long time, so I was trying to get all the armor sets. and It was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, then life caught up with me, and I took a lot of time off of Diablo. and Unfortunately, I didn't get back into it hopefully in season seven i'll jump back in but
0: it might seem like you haven't played any Diablo for a while but i think um you can tell us maybe about uh the, you know you, you did say you put in like 200 250 paragon levels and since the last time we talked to you probably season six hadn't even started yet so you said you ran your monk uh is that the only class you used
1: yes correct
0: so you didn't have any alts this season
1: no not this season
0: and you looked for sets to run a bunch of different sets, or did you just like make one specific style build and uh, kind of hit it and quit it?
1: I made one specific set. I mean, I went uh, with the Ina set and had a lot of fun with it. I got all the pieces to almost every armor set. That's that's one thing that's kind of difficult with the monk is because it's not just the six pieces you need for the set. It's All the gear that comes with it, and Mm -hmm. especially with the um, oh, what's the name of that set? The um, uh, seven sided strike set. The you know what I'm talking about.
0: Uh, I'm Um, actually a monk noob, so I would, (laughs) I have no idea. That's why I'm telling you, you can go ahead and tell like anything you want about this build, like completely let us know all about it. Because if anyone's out there like me, I don't know anything about the monk, it's like one of those classes that. I don't consider a class. I'm not really interested in the monk myself. So I guess who likes monks? Um, I I don't know. There used to be some guy around here that liked monks and wizards and stuff. And I just never could get myself a know. Anyway, I want to bring that up. So... Yeah, go ahead. Um, tell us what 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 did your build do? You said uh, you named it, but what, uh, what I don't since I don't know anything about monks. Uh, maybe you can explain. And of course, anybody else don't like like what what does that build do? What kind of skills does it use? If okay. you can remember. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so what I did with mine is uh, I used the. Uh, the Enus set—that's the set that gives you um crap ton of Mystic allies, just essentially clones that.
0: So allows you up. use like all <laughs> Mystic allies. Basically, it's the number one thing about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you you have that set, you have the uh, the Crudus boots along with it. It it pretty much doubles the amount of uh, allies you have as well, and it's it's just crazy. You go around with like 10 allies following you on top of yourself and on top of uh, a follower going with you if you're playing solo. You have a small army with you and they each have their own kind of skills and whatnot and it's they each have their own passives that buff you too. Right. So it's when you activate them all or like when you're running around you're just doing heavy, heavy amounts of damage. But it revolves around them doing damage and not you.
0: Okay. Kind of like a monkey-style pet build?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, um... uh, I'd say it's pretty similar. Yeah, it's, uh... It's just... More like, uh... Oh god, I don't even (laughs) know how to explain it. It's alright, it's alright. Go ahead, do your best. Essentially, it runs off of the the strongest thing you're doing is activating your Mystic Allies. So when you click that button, Mm -hmm. you know, um... The Earth Mystic Ally turns into a boulder. The water one turns into these waves that flow around and do a lot of damage. Right. It's, um, when you activate them all together,
0: they just... They kind of synergize each other? Yeah,
1: it seems like everything just explodes with how much damage it, go- it does. Because you've got... You're uh, wearing the bindings of the lesser gods, which uh, enemies hit by your cyclone strike take 200% increased damage from mystic allies for 5 seconds. Um, so you're pulling people into you constantly and pulling them into pretty much the death zone, uh, into your big group of allies. Then you pop your allies, and uh, they just do massive amounts of damage on top of that. And, uh, so
0: would you say this set is really, like, I guess I would call it role specific where even though you get all the set pieces, they got to roll specific stats on them to really make it good, or is this set good enough that, like, you get this set completed and you can do T10? No matter, kind of like how it is.
1: Honestly, it's uh, this set really did impress me with that. The set I didn't, okay. uh, I didn't reroll too much because I only have two ancient pieces uh, of the actual six-piece set. Well, uh, technically it's seven pieces, but uh, six-piece okay. set. And when I got it, I, I remember when I was playing. I was playing on about torment two, and then I finally got all the Hadrix Gifts, because last season it was the the set for that. Mm-hmm. And, um... When I got it, I immediately went from Torment 2 to Torment 9 without any problem at all. It was smooth transition, completely flawless, nothing... Uh, it was just as easy. To get into Torment 10, though, you definitely need to get, you know, the crudest boots to pretty much double your damage output because it doubles the Mystic Allies, which in turn, you know boosts your damage and then outside of that you're running a uh, exploding palm build so you know you're you're applying exploding palm while your mystic allies are doing all the work so you're wearing the gun go gear as well to um just apply exploding palm constantly to
0: everybody right on right on So, how far, how far then, you said you got to, like, Paragon 250, so, I mean, I'm sure it took a little while, how far were you pushing, like, Greater Rifts, like, how far did you get with your, with your build before you decided to kind of color quits?
1: I was going through, the highest I made it was, um, Greater Rift 43 solo, and I did that in 4 minutes and 16 seconds, so, I mean, I could have gone much higher than that, I just,
0: yeah. Just didn't really push it that far. Yeah, I didn't. Would I you rec Would you recommend that set in a build? I mean, I don't know. You said you didn't really have like it's not like every single one of your pieces were the best in class or anything like that. I mean, best like in slot maybe, but not like the best role, You know. Yeah. So, would you say that's a? It would be a set someone could pick up and probably you know maybe complete their con or complete their season journey with. I know that's what I was you know, kind of thinking about when I was picking my set with my witch doctors on hardcore. It's like hmm. Um, if I, Am I going to do a set, or am I going to do like is it Nightmares, what am I going to do, what kind of build am I going to do, because I actually want to try to actually do the season journey this year, and, or this season, and I'm gonna know, I am gonna know that I'm going to have to eventually get to like Greater Rift 75 solo, so I'm wondering how am I going to be able to complete this, how am I going to be able to do this, is this set going to be even like compatible or capable of doing that, you think that would be capable of getting there at some point?
1: oh yeah this honestly out of the sets uh from my experience with the monk the enos set how it is currently it's in my opinion the best one to go after the um finishing off your season getting guardian and just leave everything behind you in the dust it's just i mean it has everything you want it's got um uh all of your defense naturally like uh I didn't use any resistance gems at all, so any, not, not any of the diamond gems or the... I didn't have to worry about it because with the set you get all of your... All the passives from your mantras all at one time, and it's the passive effects are doubled. And also you get the passive effects of all your mystic allies, and they're doubled. And because you have two of every mystic ally, it's pretty much quadrupled.
0: So you're real. You're pretty tanky as well. Yeah,
1: it's very tanky in that. Like I said, you're using the cyclone strike. Um, there's a pair of shoulders you get the, uh, Lefebvre's soliloquy. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right.
0: Yeah, some of these items are so hard to pronounce. I don't blame. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it says uh, a cyclone strike reduces your damage taken by 47% for five seconds. So um, every time you're throwing that out, it doesn't have a cooldown, so you're just spamming the crap out of it. You're, you, it just makes you very, very tanky. And if you do have to run away, I, I do use um, Dashing Strike along with it, so I can pop in and pop out. And then if you really need to run, I mean, you've got your Dashing Strike and you've got ten Mystic Allies behind you, you know, distracting the enemy. So if you need to run, you've got some defense and you're tanky. You're very tanky. And the damage output is what impressed me the most. I mean, jumping from Torment 2 to Torment 9 immediately, without re-rolling anything on any item. And like I said, I only have... At that time, I only had one ancient piece. Uh, it was the Ina's Reach. The weapon. That's the only right. one that I had. And it still... It didn't even roll a socket, so I I still don't have a socket in it, and I'm playing on Torment 10.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah, I was looking at your gear on uh, Diablo, like, friends where well, you can check out the gear on the and be able to comment, all that. And it looks like you were trying to re-roll like, your your damage. Did you just reroll that up to get higher damage and then we're waiting for a Ramiladi's Gift or something? Or
1: uh, That's exactly right. Uh, okay. I re-rolled the damage because it actually everything else rolled pretty decently with it being an Ancient, but the damage actually rolled near the bottom end. So I'm like, okay, yeah. well I can put a socket on here or I can increase the damage and wait for a uh, for a gift and then have it be much better late game. Unfortunately, I didn't get to the point of getting a gift, <laughs> but, uh, which it'll, if, if I get that, it's just going to make torment 10 so much easier. It's going to make pretty much anything so much easier. I could, uh, I think you'd pretty much be able to get to the higher, like uh, greater of seven bead much quicker than normal. I mean, not just with that mm-hmm. gem I wouldn't be able to just jump to it like that but it, with a little work getting a few more ancients and maybe re-rolling a few more things and whatnot uh, I think greater 70 at least would actually be fairly easy to get through without putting a huge amount of time in it and honestly the Enus set it's not like some of the other Monk sets where you need a bunch of very specific pieces and you have some room to play with it, so it doesn't have to be perfect for it to still be ridiculously strong.
0: Mm. Okay. And what a like with that? Okay, so you got this set and that build. What like what's your skills look like then?
1: All right, my skills. I'm running the Way of the Hundred Fists with the Rune Assimilation, which. Every third hit applies a stack, or it increases my damage output, which also applies to my mystic allies. So the more I'm attacking people, it's actually increasing the damage of my mystic allies as well. And then I'm running Exploding Palm with Impending Doom, so when they, the enemies die, they explode and it spreads around, and this does a massive amount of damage. Obviously Cyclone cyclone Strike with Implosion, so I'm forcing everybody in, I'm, it's got a wider range I believe is what conclusion is i'm running dashing strike with blinding speed uh i think it makes me run faster uh for a few seconds after i cast it epiphany with desert shroud that's for the extra defense just in case i do get a little overrun and i can't run or pretty much that's my backup backup right and then the last one is just mystic ally i'm running it without a rune just because the Enus set, how it works, it says uh, the six, after you get all six pieces, it's saying, it says gain, gain the five ruined mystic allies at all times, and your damage is increased by 50% for each mystic ally you have out. Well, it says you gain the effect of the five ruined mystic allies, but not the normal one. So if you mm-hmm. set the skill on your Bar without a rune, then technically you're getting every Mystic Ally. You're getting six different ones instead of just five.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's that's why I'm running it without. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it, it works out. And the passives, real quick. I'm just running Beacon of guitar Harmony, uh, Seize the Initiative, and Unity. And it's working out really, really well for me.
0: Okay. Um. Anything specific in the cube? Um. Yes. To help out. I'm just, just kind of letting you go through your build to tell anybody who's curious, you know, they can check it out.
1: Yeah, not a problem. Um, I'm running in my cube the Fist of Asterask, uh to increase the Exploding Palm damage. I've got the Bindings of the Lesser Gods uh, Bracer in my armor set piece, which is the uh, when you hit enemies with a Cyclone Strike, they take 200% additional damage from the Mystic Allies for 5 seconds more in that in there, it's interchangeable with the Gungo gear. I happened to find the Gungo gear, and it was better than my uh, Bindings of the Lesser Gods, so I threw the Lesser Gods into the cube and cubed that, and then threw on the Gungo gear. The Gungo gear, just the Exploding Palms on Death Explosion applies Exploding Palm again to all the enemies around that. And then the last, the ring I'm using uh, in the cube is the Convention of Elements, just to get... Um, your mystic allies pretty much run on every element so really yeah. the convention of elements is constantly helping you you're not just waiting for that one roll that one element to pop for you to just do massive damage right uh, it works really well with this build because you've got all the elements going at once and so it's constantly giving you a 200 percent bonus or increase to your damage which is very very nice
0: Speaking of rings, I noticed that you also had their Focus and their Restraint set on your guy. Yep. So is that, like, because, uh, I, if I remember right, let's see, what's, what do those ones do again? When you hit with a resource-generating attack, primary skill, deal 50% increased damage for 5 seconds, and when you hit with a resource-spending attack, deal 50% increased damage for 5 seconds. So is that is that, the, like, the best in, in slot for that? You want to have Focus and Restraint, or is something like, you know, um... Uh, Traveler's Pledge and Compass Row is better for this in a different ring.
1: I prefer the Focus and Restraint compared to the Traveler's Pledge and the Compass Rose, uh, just because. Um, well, really, they're about the same. Honestly, it depends on how much more tanky you want, or they're they're pretty interchangeable because well, the fo- both of them are good. Just because the Focus the Focus and Restraint. You're constantly hitting with your generator because uh, with the way of the hundred fist assimilation, the more you're hitting, the more damage your uh, your mystic allies are doing. And uh, also, you're spamming your uh, cyclone strike constantly to get your defense up, and you're pulling everybody together to be to get the max amount of damage from the mystic allies as well. So you're constantly going between the two, so you pretty much have the the 50% from both your generator and resource spending out constantly. So you get 100% increased damage. Uh, as far as the compass rose, yeah, when you're you do stand still pretty frequently because all you're doing is pulling people to you and attacking. So you get your uh, your offense up by 100%, and then when you're moving, you get your defense by up to 50%. So it's either way; it's it's pretty interchangeable. It just depends on what you want to do. Because if you're playing solo, if you're really, really grinding the higher, higher, greater rifts, I'd recommend the Traveler's Pledge and Gumps Throws more, just because you get thankiness out of it that you don't get out of the Focus and Restraint, and also you get to it frees up another ring slot for you to throw in the Unity. Uh, so throw in a unity and then throw another unity on your follower to get your 50% increase mm-hmm. damage resistance as well. Damage reduction.
0: Yeah. Right. So like right now, because you have the Focus Restraint, I noticed that pretty much every piece of your gear kind of like goes into that, which stuff you have in the cube as well, kind of goes with the added bonuses to make everything stronger, except the one thing you do have, which maybe it's just because you didn't have anything else to put there. Like for your amulet, uh, with the Focus Restraint you're using Orberos. Um I see you just you know, you got a nice nice roll on it, but there's really no legendary perk. Is there something, like, more specific that you could choose that you would have on there?
1: No, not really. I mean, the I have the Ouroboros because I didn't find anything better. That was uh, I literally just have that as a filler. It's I always right. find really good ones, and it's really hard for me to get rid of them because they're so much better than what I find. But, especially since mine doesn't have a socket, a socket is more useful than just having an Ouroboros, a really good roll without one.
0: For sure, that's what I'm saying. It's like you'd probably prefer to have, like, a Hellfire Amulet or is there something else. Is there, like, a, an, an amulet that goes with this build that helps the build, or is it just, like, whatever you can get with a good roll and maybe, like, a Hellfire for another passive?
1: Yeah, I think I would have gone with a Hellfire, honestly. Um, I don't think there's another specific amulet that goes with this build. Uh, that's also the beauty of, you know, you can go with a Traveler's Pledge.
0: Right, that's what I was kind of, that's kind of why I was bringing it yeah. up. Yeah. Because you got the ring open or the, or the, you kind of choose whether you want the open, uh, an amulet or the open ring, you know, if you have, let's say if you had a really, I mean, I don't, I don't know a lot about the, um, about the monk and on his passes but let's say you got a really awesome passive on your, on a, on a, uh. In a Hellfire Amulet, you obviously want to use that, so then you can use your Focus and your Straight, but if you need that Unity for the extra protection, you can use the uh, Compass and Travelers, so. Yeah. Uh,
1: as far as my amulet, it was just, because I'm not, I didn't put as much time in, as a, in it as I right, wanted. Right, right, right. No, I, yeah, but, yeah, for
0: sure. That's what I'm saying, if you had the choice. Yeah. Right. right. So... Uh, did I, any any stories from your you know your your runnings? You said you're playing softcore, so you don't really have any deaths, um, right? You didn't play hardcore like at all, correct? Or anything? Okay, so any, anything in particularly cool happened this season? I know. Uh, I mean, um, for everybody, there's like a bunch of new. We all, we know there's new wings you can get, new pets you can get. Anything? Any stories, or or didn't really play enough to do anything in particularly uh, out memorable?
1: Yeah, there's there's a story I can share. Well, uh, first off, before I get into that though, I'm really upset with myself. I didn't get to enjoy any of the new pets, any of the new cosmetic items. I I really didn't get to enjoy any of that outside of you know I I do have the the Mercy wings because I pre-ordered Overwatch, but outside of that. I, I wasn't lucky enough in the, the hours that I did put in the season to find anything new, unfortunately. I'm very disappointed. I did get to... I did beat Slayer. I got up to Slayer, and then that was where I, I dropped off. or fell off. But um, mm-hmm. as far as stories that I do remember is... To get to that point in my season journey, I had to master a uh, set dungeon. Well, the only set I had at the time was the Enos set. And I will tell you, it is not the easiest (laughs) dungeon to master. I did it after several attempts, but its you have to dumb the set down. I'm talking when I got the set, I actually had to to take off all of my Paragon. uh, All the points off of that. I had to go in there. I think I went in there without any rings... And without an amulet. Do
0: you remember what the challenges are? Because I know like, some of the Witch Doctor set challenges are just insanely crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you had to... Um... Oh, man. Okay, you had to pull... I think it was 20 enemies. It was either 15 or 20 enemies in with your Cyclone Strike. And then destroy them all by activating your Mystic Allies. You had to do that... I think five or five or six times and then you had to obviously survive i know you had to kill everybody in there for the time limit as well uh oh the elite enemies had um the frost nova thing where it pops and freezes you you could not get frozen at all if you got frozen then it would kick you out or you'd fail that part of the mission
0: it sounds a lot of similar to the, I, I believe it's the Helltooth challenge. Basically, you have to uh, get, oops, excuse me, my phone went off. Uh, you have to get a, what you call it? Uh, you had a bundle of like 20 people together and kill 20 people with one wall of death, right? And getting enough people to in there to have them killed with wall of death and not killed somewhere else or, you know, beforehand or having them killed before you get scrumpled in, because you're, like, too tough, you have to, you had to dim with that down, too, plus, I believe you couldn't get hit by, like, poison damage, or anything, either, while everybody, like, everything, and all the elites are, like, throwing out, uh, poison, um, all over the floor, I forget, uh, it's, I forget which, which thing it is, it's one where, like, poison goes in grids, you know, so... What I tried, to, I was going to do, I ended up beating it before I needed to do it, but I was going to get, like, Mars Kaleidoscope, which, like, uh, alleviates all poison damage. I don't know if that would work or not, but I thought about doing something like that. So if anyone knows if that happens, they could let me know if that actually would have worked. But
1: I do actually, I'm pretty sure it will. Uh, here's why I think that is It's because um, to beat that, for me to get that mastery, I actually had to bring in my friend, uh, Travalonius, I could do the challenges by myself, but I couldn't complete it in the time limit, because after you complete the challenges, then you have to kill all the remaining monsters in the dungeon before the time runs out, and that is what I was having the biggest trouble with. So I actually had him come in, and he stood by the door with me. He'd just stay at the entrance, and then I'd go through and complete the challenges, and then as soon as I completed them, he'd come in full charge and help me kill everything. Before the time ran out and it, it actually oh, I don't work. Even
0: think I was aware you could do I don't even think I was aware you could do um, the set challenges with a with a partner <laughs> yeah
1: I found out that generally there there's a, a flaw in the system I quote right essentially as long as you do the two mastery objectives uh, you yourself have to do that by yourself. After that, after those two are completed, then it doesn't matter how many people are in the dungeon with you. So you can actually mm. go in there with more people, but as long as they stay at the door or stay behind and not complete any of the challenges, um, right. then it'll count towards you as you doing it.
0: Oh, cool. See, I yeah, I never even thought about that because I guess I kind of just figured it was a solo challenge. So yeah. Yeah, that would help, though, if you have spread out and trying to find that one last guy, because I can't tell you how many times I did a couple of them set dungeons where there was like 10 seconds left, but the last guy ended up being in the far right corner, I barely missed getting to him, and had to restart, and was like Ah, no! (laughs) Yeah, the
1: real pain. Well, uh, I did the same for him after he he helped me do that. We went into the same dungeon for him, because he was also a monk. Uh, he threw on the Ice Climbers boots, which grants you immunity to being frozen and it worked he stood in the frozen to oh, cool. check and make sure and it it, it didn't count against him in the uh for the master challenge
0: yeah I, i'd wonder about that I actually i think I, at one point i looked on like youtube or something to see if that uh, if the poison one would work i was talking about and i had one person tell me like they you couldn't do that and another another like person said you could and i was like yeah you probably can because um, it kind of makes sense that you could and then also i did uh, like, I was, I think, which one was it? I believe it was the, uh, Zuna set piece, where you have to do Grasp of the dead, and you have to get so many people to die within Grasp of the dead, and, uh, I think it was that one. I, I could be wrong, but I had to get, you have to, you have to basically get, like, Wilkins Reach, um, so that Grasp of the dead doesn't have a cooldown, and then also use, uh, the skill. Let's see, what skill was it again? Um, unbreakable grasp, so that you have no. Uh, the mana cost is removed, so basically you can just uh, completely you can cra- you can cast Grasp of the Dead unlimitedly. So you just keep like spamming and spamming it and spamming it, and so that everything dies in Grasp of the Dead. To get, uh, I think it's like 150 Grasp of the Dead kills or something like that. That
1: is so. So cool. that made it a
0: lot. Yeah, that made it a lot easier. And actually, I kind of use that thing uh that spill or that skill system um i made a uh, on my witch doctor one of my guys i made a legacy of nightmare build and i was trying to kind of figure out how to run it but based on like the ancients that i had so far i had to make any i wasn't going for any specific legacy of nightmare build like a guard build or anything like you know that's properly made just kind of wanted to build it with what seemed to work based on what i had and I had that Wilkins Reach and stuff, and it was a, an ancient one which rolled that rolled really really nicely. So I started using that, and that actually was poning pretty good. That with uh, kind of a that mixed with kind of a pet build. Um, which I could tell about that later. I, actually, I might have even told about the build I had about that build last last week when I was uh, or last show. So maybe I won't repeat that because I'm pretty sure I, I talked about the whole build already. But uh, before I move on, I guess to talk a little bit what I've been doing myself, did you have anything else you wanted to uh, bring into the, the, what you've been up to in-game? Oh, I think that was about it. That covers Okey-dokies. one. Okie-dokies. <laughs> yeah, so, well, we have our, our monk um, info for the rest of our lives that we'll ever need. <laughs> so... <laughs> And you know, I'm just kidding, I appreciate you telling us about it, I'm sure there's a lot of people like monks, and seeing as though none of us really play, at least like me, between me, Jen, and Brazier, none of us really play monks, it's like me and Brazier are all about the Witch Doctor, and I play Crusader on the side sometimes, I know, Jen will switch up her classes and everything, but she's lately, but I think this season did a Witch Doctor as well, and you know, just kind of switched between the Barbarian, Demon Hunter, and stuff like that, so, let's see, since the last time, since last time we talked, or I talked and said about what I was up doing in game. Uh, last time I was making the alts, and I was doing the. Uh, I said I was starting to like push greater rifts. Uh, I think I had only gotten to about maybe 55 or so, maybe even less than that. Uh, last time I, I said it was the highest I'd gotten. I kind of had all my all myself where I could, you know, I could beat T10, I could beat, I could beat greater rift 50 pretty easily and that's kind of where i was at so i need to find a few upgrades here and there i can't remember exactly compared to which ones that i've gotten new i know i'm pretty sure that i got a Doombringer sword i don't think i had that last time uh it, it got excellently rolled it was really really high dps i had around alani's so i put that in it and it had like 10 percent damage it had attack speed so it had like I, like 33 or 3200 dps on the single hander so that was pretty cool um, on the side, I was using a what was I using for my off tan, I was using the the cat I forget what it's called um, but it's the one that looks like a little kitty and it like charms um, people when you first get hit you charm for three seconds and it also does damage reduction for a, uh, a certain amount of time or it takes away makes them not be able to, makes the monster do less damage to you for a certain amount of time for a certain percent. So that was all kind of working together really well. And this is on my Helltooth build, it's, which was my main. Uh, I basically had Helltooth with um, Compass Rose and uh, Traveler's Pledge. And then my off ring, I was basically using a mix between switching over between like convention elements. I would use uh, small man's, or Tall Man's Finger, Small Man's Finger, whatever, to get the, the Gars out. Yeah, small man, I think is what it was, finger. Uh, the one that gets you extra guards cuz I don't like the the one that makes all your guard or all your um, zombie dogs go into one. I think it's kind of I'd rather have them spread out. Uh, especially depending on if you're using like Leeching Beast or Chill of the Bone, you get more damage when they uh, proc their, you know, like the 20% more damage for hitting somebody or um, life on hits when there's more of them, you know, than rather than having one. Yeah. So Yeah, I would do that, and that build was getting, I mean, I had up to, I think I had 17, or 1.7 million DPS on the build, I had about 40,000, or 40 million toughness, somewhere around there, and I pretty much had a lot of my gear, other than getting um, more ancients on my set pieces, I I really had everything where it needed to be, like everything was rolled correctly, everything was, (coughs) (coughs) excuse me, all the gear was rolled the way it needed to be, it, you know, everything had crit damage, crit chance, you know, I had plenty of vit everywhere I needed, I, I, I came, my rule of thumb is to kinda of have like 1.2 million vitality, you know, have about 1500, uh, all res on everything, and, you know, at least, as well as high DPS as I can get around the side, but, uh, you know, have a decent amount of vit that if I do get hit I don't die on one hit but I started pushing greater riffs, and uh, you know I was doing doing all right. I got to greater 65, and that's where I kind of stopped. And I mean, I, I did pretty good on it. I, I the reason I stopped because I ran out of uh, greater greater riff tokens, so I had to go back and do normal riffs to get some greater riff tokens, and uh, got a little burnt out from doing riffs. So you know everything was going going good and gravy. I had upgraded my gems to. I think I had one at level 55 ahead, and then the other ones were at 51 and 50. So, Bane of the Stricken or Bane of Bane the Trapped, and Enforcer—they were all getting up there pretty, pretty highly. Being some really sweet gems, it's the highest I've ever really gotten gems to. Um, I decided I was gonna like start doing the season journeys, so I got all the way to Destroyer. Um, I'm not someone who's really good at Conquest, so I thought, "Oh man, I'm never gonna get this right." And I finally got the one, which I told a story about this last show too. I finally got a Conquest. For the Cursed Pete and get the chest where you gotta kill like 500 people on a... Or like 300 so odd people in one Cursed chest. Which I finally got that. And um, thanks Leviathan for the help with that. Oh um, like I said, I'm pretty sure I sold the story. Like I couldn't... Like, basically the only way to get that quest is to find the Cursed Pete bounty in Act 5. And I have re-rolled up like a billion games to get that quest. And I've never seen it. And still haven't seen it to this day. And... Um, I was talking to Leviathan, he knew what I was looking for, it and he's like, hey, you found that yet? And he's like, I'm like, no, I've done like a billion quests, I'm like trying to even do it on other uh, chests because I can't seem to find that one, whether it be the quest or just going in and finding the actual chest there randomly without the quest and he's like well just keep re-rolling you'll get it I'm like yeah dude I, I'm about giving up you know <laughs> so I was thinking about maybe trying to find a different conquest but I was having a pain of a heck of a time doing conquest because I play mostly solo as well so a lot of the stuff is you need teamwork like doing the speed runs and stuff like that or you're never going to do it on your own right oh yeah and uh he's like well I'll help you look for it and like five minutes later he's like i got the quest i'm, I'm like what he's like yeah I, I rerolled the game like three times and i got it i'm like you gotta be kidding oh, me wow. so <laughs> so that that got me through uh yeah he's you know he's born with the horseshoe up as you know I what yes so oh yeah dude he's so lucky but <laughs> I, I that's you now that's a different story for a past day but uh so i got that first conquest and i got through uh, destroyer and, like, I personally didn't know, like, how many levels there were to season journey. Like, you know, when I got to... When I first beat the first four chapters, I'm like, okay, now there's, what, Slayer or something like that? Beat Slayer, I'm like, okay, what is Guardian? I knew Guardian was the last one, so I was like, what, is Guardian after this? No, then it's Destroyer. And then, and then like, okay, so I got Destroyer done. Oh, this looks pretty tough. All right, I got Destroyer done. I finally got the Conquest. I get... Oh, okay, now there's, um, something else. I forget. Conqueror, I think, it's the next one. I'm like, oh, great. So I look through all this, all the... All the quests that you have to do. I got, like, four or six done already. I look down. Okay, let's see. You know, quest number five is, you know, okay, level some gems to 55. Easy enough. This is going to take time. And then I look, uh, do a second conquest. I'm like, oh, jeez. Well, you know, heck with this. I don't even want to try If I get it, if I get in a group with someone that can help me, we get it, we get it. We don't, we don't. So, I didn't even really try anymore on the season journey. Because... By now, we literally, I think it was on the last week of the season last week when I got to that point, because I actually started this season about halfway in. Um, if you guys remember, right, I was still at the other place when the season started, and I really didn't um, have enough time to start with good internet at the, at the beginning. So, but I put as much time as I could into, into the season. So I decided I was going to go look around for pets, right? I wanted to find something new to do, because remember, we, we talked about the new cosmetic pets being on this season. Well, I looked into, you know, got a got a little bit of a, uh, like, an itinerary on how to find other one. I went online, searched, like, you know, where they all go. Cause I heard that some pets you could find off monsters, some were off the goblins. I, so I wanted to kind of know exactly where everything was, um, cosmetic-wise, like, all the transmog stuff, so I kind of got a list to telling me where everything was. Uh, there's, a, there's a pet that's in the Weeping Hollow that you can get from uh, an actual, like, an elite boss. There's some wings that you can get in... Um, I believe the Gardens of Hope Tier 1 in Act 4. It, it comes from a mysterious chest that can pop randomly, I, I'm pretty sure. That's how you get the Falcon's Wings. Uh, cosmetic Wings, I, I, I wanted to go for them. As long and I wasn't going to go on my way to go for the cosmic, cosmic Wings, which are the ones that come from Whimsydale. Uh, you, you actually get a Goblin Portal um, to pop to Whimsydale. And if you're lucky enough, uh, Princess Lillian, uh, the elite Princess Lillian, will be in there. And if she is in there and you kill her, you get uh, you have a 100% chance to drop the Cosmic Wings. But I got that over time. I think I got the Whimsydale portal like 15 times because I was doing a ton of goblin hunting. I never once saw her. So that tells you how... Well, obviously with my luck, too, it's terrible. So <laughs> so I, I I'd never found her. I mean, I, I have a rough time finding uh, the Jimmering Gemstone for the Staff of Hurting to get into Whimsy Shire let alone finding a, a piece that's even that random, you know, like, like I said, look at the cursed piece, I still haven't seen it, and just, just for, to, like, out of my own peace of mind, every time I start a game, I look at like the Act 5, uh, Bounty Quest, just to see if it would have been there yet, and it still has not been there to this day, so I've never found that yet, either, and I'm like, oh, man, someone, f- this guy goes in five, three, four games, and gets it, and I, you know, I've been doing it like 500 times, rerolls. I still haven't found it, but, so that, that kind of ticked me off a little bit, but, Anyway, I kind of figured out my, uh, my little route that I wanted to do for, for pet farming. And basically what it was is, you just, you start up, I go to Act 1, uh, I, I go to, uh, see, where do I, where did I usually like to start? I like to start in, I believe, the, where's the, path? oh, the yeah, Weeping Hollow. Okay, so I go to Act 1, start in the Weeping Hollow, because not only can you get that, uh, Elite, I forget, let me look at what, she was called I have it right here somewhere um, live more up uh, for our, okay the pet is live more ravi lily white okay anyway it's an elite that drops that certain pet it's like a little girl a zombie girl and this elite in the weeping hollow will drop that uh, if you get that special elite. well I've done that like 500 times so never never had her never had it uh, that that elite show up and drop the pet yet but, uh, I have found a couple of Mangarus in the, uh, Weeping Hollow while looking for that, so I noticed that that was a pretty good, um, goblin area, because I'd always find at least, usually at least one goblin in that area, you know, every game, every other game, if not, you know, every game, it wouldn't always be a Mangarus goblin, but at least it would be a goblin, so that, you know, you know that's where goblins are spawning. So, I'd go to Weeping Hollow, then i go to the Southern Highlands, or, I mean, excuse me, Northern Highlands, um, when Northern Highlands done, i go to the Southern Highlands, Like I said, another good place for goblins. Uh, Then I would go to Cave of the Moon Clan, um, uh, level 1 and 2. Very good place for goblins, and tell you the truth, very good place for mangers goblins. um, uh, I think I found a total of 6 or 7 pets now, and at least 2 or 3 of them have came from level 2 Cave of the Moon Clan. I'm sure that's just my luck. I'm not saying it's meant to be that way, but it just seems like that's where they've been hiding for me. Um, after I do that, I go down to the Royal Crips. It tends to have one in it a lot. And then uh, after that, it's the... Uh, and this is all in Act 1, by the way. Uh, then I go to the Festering Woods. And after the Festering Woods, uh, you can either do one of two things. You can either make that your ending point and just stop and do a reroll. Or if you kind of want to go through all the other areas and look for other cosmetics at the same time, you can also you know find and You can find them anywhere, so why not go look for them as well as what i would do is i would hop over to act four uh to the gardens here tier one to try to find the falcon wings and if those weren't there i would go to uh act three i believe what was it yeah act three and i would start doing the tower uh lots of the t- all the tower levels the tower levels tend to be really really good for uh uh Goblins, and for some reason, I was getting really lucky on the tower levels for getting rainbow portals. But once again, didn't find the actual person. But gonna pull up Diablo here because I did find some pets. Now, keep in mind, I have a total of one, two, three, four, or I'm sorry, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, I have eight pets that I found in total, and uh, out of those eight, I actually I'm trying to think it was three or four, I believe it was four, four of them. I found throughout time, over time. I found the first four, like one in this game, a few hours later, found another one. Well, a few hours later, I, I got to four pets found. And now this is really crazy. I went like a whole day of playing Diablo and not finding any Mangers Goblins anywhere. I just couldn't find them. Well, I was getting kind of fed up with them. I'm like, I'll do one more game. It was like late night before I get off. And I f- literally found four in the same game like i didn't even think this was possible like i it was look don't call me on the four it could have been three i'm pretty sure it was the four of them though on this that were in the same game because i went to weeping hollow i found uh uh mangers got weeping hollow and then i went to royal Crips, found one there i went to uh uh cave of the moon clan found one there and then i didn't i so i know it's at least those three and I, the reason i think it's really really sure it was four is i'm the next one that I found was in Tower level, and uh, I swear it was the same game. But I mean, I was clearing like the whole game trying to find stuff because I thought it was just like I got into like some magical game that was gonna have mangras all over the place. But after that, and finding more, but still finding four in the same game is like unheard of. Um, the ones I do have, uh, just because I think they're really really cool, are the overseer, Lady Josephine. Who looks like a little brown teddy bear with uh, stitches all over. I have the Queen of the Succubi, which looks like a, uh, a succubi queen flying, like a little fairy flying, kind of. It's pretty neat. There's uh, Miss Madeline, which is kind of like another teddy bear slash little voodoo doll thing. Um, there's a Friendly Gauntlet with like a hand, kind of looks like the thing. I got uh, Old Growth, which is, of course, that tree pet from I think season 4. Uh, haunting Hannah, which looks like a ghost with kind of like this gold armor on it, it's pretty cool. Uh, I got the Stomach. Um, that was, that's a really, really, really neat one. It kind of looks like gome, like a little miniature gome kind of, to give you an idea of what it looks like. And then I also got Lady Mor, uh, which is kind of like a goat with a little battering, like, a little club that it's holding, like a goat holding a club, looking like it's going to attack you. I haven't gotten all the ones I wish I would have gotten, but the, just the, every time I get one, I'm just so excited, because they always, it's, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can't get ones to drop that you haven't got so every time you do find one it's going to be something new i think so that's good i haven't gotten any repeats so i'm pretty sure that's right but really really hoping for humbart Uh, as everybody knows i like the stories and i name a lot of my characters like zale and humbart so you can get humbart's wessel as a pet which is like a skull that i think Burns, like blue or something like that, a bluish purple, and that'd be really cool because I name my like my, my witch doctor uh, Zales, they have Humbard as a pet next to me. That would be awesome. I also, I'm hoping to get you know like the Cow King and eventually, of course, hoping to get all of them. But anyway, those are the ones I've got, and it took a really long time to do that. So that's kind of what I burnt myself off out on in between uh, last week and this week, especially because the season was coming to end. I really didn't feel like pushing anything farther because I thought, yeah, well. Let's see. On the season journey, I'm not going to get the, a conquest probably in that time unless I get lucky. Uh, and if I start pushing greater rifts, I can do that if I want to. But I don't. I'm don't, I just trying to think of something to do for fun. Well, it was last, I believe, Thursday night. Uh, I was on Diablo and I was playing in my main Zale that has all the all my best stuff on him, and and he's got the he had the Helltooth and uh, Compass Rose Traveler's Pledge build it was a pet with uh with a pet build with um what's it called ah having a fart brain fart the the circle of zombies that comes out uh, wall of death i'm oh, sorry the wall of death uh spell with uh, it's the one that has a circle a blue circle i think it's called like serpent of life or something i'd have to i have to go to the check it out to the skills and check it out but anyway it's so what everybody uses when they use health when they use health tooth so i had that i had like say 1600 or uh, 1. 1.6 million dps i had my toughness up to like 40 million on that guy i had uh, like i said all those gems i told you about earlier stricken trapped enforcer I pretty much had all the best in the slot cl- things for my uh gear rolled everything was rolled pretty good uh, i didn't have all like the best of the best like best thing best in slot plus best for old because I didn't have like all my set wasn't ancient so nothing but anyway I, I just I go and I do a greater if 65 right so I do a greater f 65 and I just smoke it I have no problem doing it whatsoever and I'm like you know what okay I have one gem at 55 I have another gem at 50 and I have a gem at 51 and I think okay I'm gonna go to a greater rift just because I'm gonna get this gem to this 51 to 55 and I didn't even looked at how much it costs to get a fourth gem upgrade when you're at, at like greater rift 65 but it costs like 200 million so I almost didn't even do that but I was like heck with it I know I'm gonna win so I go ahead and start the greater rift it's 66 and, and I'm, I'm doing just fine I'm killing everything just fine by the way you know I have uh Before, oh, I can't, sorry, back up, back myself up a little bit, I forgot. So, uh, when I did the 65, I had no problems doing it. I didn't get hurt, I didn't get touched at all, I had no problems killing everything I needed to kill. Well, before I decided to go and do the 66, I found a a unity ring, right? And I already had a a unity on my follower that was pretty decent, uh, but then I found another unity that rolled really well with a socket, everything I needed, and I thought, you know what, I, I don't got that yet, so I'll get another 50% damage reduction because my offering really wasn't that special anyway. And I put that on, and I thought, okay, that should bump my toughness up if I do need any more toughness to easily get to level 66, right? So I went into 66, and I was killing everything just fine. I wasn't running out of time. I had more than half the bars worth of time left, or filled up with plenty of time to get the boss killed and everything. Well, the boss perdition comes out okay and uh i just got done kind of i was on kind of cooldowns for some spells and stuff like that so uh, but i wasn't too worried i just see popped out dogs were kind of mixed all over it was in a um it was in like the bastions keep style levels so it was kind of you know doors and rooms everywhere kind of hard to get through hard from you know unless you respawn your your pets they kind of get stuck in other rooms sometimes but anyway they started hitting him his health goes down like halfway like nothing well wait he's i was the, in the other room
1: he's the one that looks like rakonoth right
0: yeah he looks a lot he looks just like rakonoth is perdition and i was in the other room kind of casting in between and he teleports on top of me and one hits me into a proc and i was honestly i'm very surprised he could even do that okay because uh, i had like million life you know a huge amount of toughness and all that stuff all my all my stuff's going just fine and i procked like with one hit and i'm thinking wow that's that's a really really big hit well i kind of stayed by because i figured you know with all my life on hit and everything and i had leeching beasts on my dogs and playing life regen that it should start going up really fast because usually my life does come back really really fast well i don't know if just wasn't procking correctly or what but i couldn't get my life to come back for anything and I, you know, I used my potion. Uh, my life went down again because I got, he I, he smacked me and I got out of the way. Well, I started kind of running out of the way again. And I thought, uh, you know, okay, well, I have, uh, you know, haunt, or, um, sorry, spirit walk with John so I could probably get away far enough. Well, I got away as far as I could. I'm trying, I'm, I am I'm, literally hit tele, teleport to get to town. And the dude freaking teleports on me again and kills me. And... I don't know if I said it but anyone who knows me knows I play hardcore so boom two days before the season's supposed to end my main who I'm pushing greater risk which I should have killed him really easy I don't know why he wouldn't die like after I I, I knocked him down to half health in like no time and then it's like he wouldn't just I I tried really really hard to just like finish him off but instead of finishing off which I think I should have just stayed close to him and not tried running away and I might have been better off but because I ran away that pretty much was my mistake and then he wasn't getting hit as much and then he teleported on me and got me again and one shot at me once again uh to get that uh a death on me while i was already proc so couldn't do anything about it and man at first i was like oh shit you know oh shit yeah that hurts you know ah crap i lost my guy you know it's like one of my Probably my worst death ever for having good gear and losing all my good stuff. My second actual level 70 plus loss um, that's actually had good gear, um, way better gear on that guy than I ever had on my Crusader that I lost. But uh, it kind of hurt because you know I just gotten my gems up to like level 50 and all that, but it just it just seemed like a really weird loss. Like I I wasn't expecting to lose at all, and that's when I got beat. But. Then I realized, oh well, tomorrow's the last day of the season. I only play seasons, so that's not so bad. <laughs> but I did have, and also luckily, you know, I I think I said last last time the show I had built like five witch doctors. So and they all had their own like you know set on them because let's see, I built a witch doctor with a uh, Zundamasa set. I built a witch doctor with a Jade Harvester set. I built a witch doctor with that one that cures. I forget what it's called. It's a uh, let's see, what's this set called? Akira's Carpus, or something like that, or Spirit of Akiar Or Yeah, Spirit of Rackier, I think's how it's pronounced, but, um, I never really did much with that, that said, I didn't really like it, but then I also made a, uh, Legacy of Nightmares build, which could, is pretty much as strong as that other build I had, except for, you know, like, my weapon isn't as good, I have a couple of small things thats that isn't, that aren't as good, but the damage is pretty much the same, um, my deep, my, uh, my damage pretty much the same. My toughness is pretty much the same. So I kind of had like a backup guy ready to go. So it wasn't too bad. So I got to, you know, kind of just stay in Torment 10. And, and I decided, you know, I'm just going to pet farm until the season's over. And if I can, I'll cross those over. Because uh, the pets, I'm pretty sure pets cross over to seasons, right? I mean, I never actually checked. Because yeah. I didn't really have any. Yeah, so like if I find a and the only thing I got to confirm, maybe you know, is if, if I find pets in non-season, like if I just go pet farming during while the season's off, uh, will those pets come with me into the season? Or can't you find pets in non-season? I believe so. Uh, you can find pets, I think, in and out of
1: season. And it'll it cross over to anything just because it's a straight-up cosmetic. Because every, right, that's what every I set of wings or every pet or every... Uh, You know, pennant or anything like that that I have is always crossed over. So I'd assume with Mm -hmm. these new pets, uh, obviously I don't know for a fact, because one, the season's just ending, and two,
0: I didn't get any. For some reason I thought that these pets were new with this season, so I didn't know if they had came uh, where they were available off-season and on-season, or if they were just, if the Mangarys were just in seasonal, and then if you played the season, you could get them, and then still use them in non-season, but you couldn't find those Goblins in non-season, you know, until now. But I, I might be wrong. I couldn't remember some of the cosmetics. I think were seasonal only. At least, yeah,
1: they. I think they used to be. They changed that relatively recently. I don't know if it was this season or last season. But I know uh, this season you could find wings and pets outside of season uh, after season mm-hmm. six started. Once again, my friend travelonius he he did it. That's how I know it's confirmed.
0: Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, at least we know that then so just to tell you how bad of i mean like i said it would have been a lot worse feeling losing and dying if it had been like in the middle of the season and i couldn't play him anymore but as soon as it was only two days and then there's a couple weeks and i'll be starting all over again it didn't really bother me too much it wasn't so bad that helped a lot it really calmed me down quick thinking about that the only thing that hurt like i said is it's, it's it was my main character this season i had 72 hours and 17 minutes in which i know compared credit a lot of you that's not much time Um, I was Paragon 590, uh, or, no, I'm sorry, that's the wrong, uh, what Paragon was I, I have to look at the season summary. I was Paragon 536 in Hardcore, basically all with that witch doctor. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, you, uh, you grow a
0: mental and physical attachment
1: to this character that you've put several, uh... (laughs) several several hours a lot, a lot
0: of time and yeah <laughs> even though like you know basically not i probably went to delete it yet but like once the new season starts i like most of the time always delete my old characters so it would have been it's basically two days away from deletion anyway yeah, you know yeah <laughs> so i guess what I, if i'm ever gonna push and i'm gonna die it might as well be then that's true right? i was just surprised the, the only reason it really kind of stunk is it kind of made me feel like okay well then i definitely if i got killed there i probably definitely wasn't gonna make it to greater of 75 and so that kind of told me there uh, so i kind of failed myself on being able to beat this season so my goal next season is going to be to kind of like you know start early and actually get the season journey able to beat it or right, you know so i can get like an extra stash tab and whatnot i, I really did, i haven't played softcore in a very very long time and i i've highly debated playing softcore for uh if I'm gonna do a journey, worry about season journey, like literally have a soft core class for a season journey, and then play my hardcore afterward, or you know without worrying about the season journey or anything like that, because it's to, it's like it seemed nearly impossible. And I've looked at some of these new quests too, and there's some really difficult ones coming up, and you know more conquest that you got to beat. And it's not exactly like my style of play, so I'm not complaining too much, but. Uh, who knows maybe if i put the more paragon time in get higher paragon levels do a lot more grinding like that i can do a lot better but i i see i'm just one of those players i get burnt out doing the same thing over and over i mean at one point i i got burnt out doing stuff so i went and farmed all the Whimsyshire areas and spent like you know three hours trying to find gibbering gemstone so yeah yeah <laughs> but fi- finally found that right before the season ended too oh, yeah
1: I'm, I'm with you on so that. just the constant the grind yeah the grind is just it gets very yeah. tedious after very yeah
0: i time. i have to change it up i have to change it up a lot and another problem is because i end up playing solo so much doing it by myself can just be so much like okay so when i do get into a game looks like everybody knows when you do get into a game like for bounties for instance because you need so many crafting mats to uh really upgrade your stuff so uh, let's say i need a ton of the the bounty crafting mats Okay, yeah, I'm going to go do a bounty. I'm going to go on T10, and then I'm going to go do my bounties, right? That way I get the most crafting mats for my time. To me, it's way more smart to get into a group and split farm for bounties, but I just don't have people to do that with unless I find someone online to do it, which seems hard to find people at random to do that and actually do it, you know, that are want to get get it done really fast and do their own part and not just try to you know come in and wait for everyone else to kill everything and just sit there you know so um i say i'm not guilty of ever doing that before in my <laughs> life either but you know i'm just saying it'd be nice if there was more people playing like hardcore that i could that are like in the Shadow Soulstone group or something like that that i could get a hold of to do that too and i think the reason i didn't see that probably as much though so, of course too is from starting late so
1: yeah yeah that could be
0: but that's basically my uh that's my season 7 ending uh, like I, said, I, I really don't think I'll do anything during the mid break it's probably when I'm going to play some other games um, anyone who remembers a while back uh, Vesper and I started playing Diablo 2 sh- uh, I did stream the first part, I, I don't know if I ever swapped it over to YouTube or not but it is on my Twitch archives uh, we started Diablo 2 and playing that all the way through basically with just us 2 and, uh, you know, not really doing anything online or trading, playing online so that we can be in the same game, but, you know, kind of just doing it on our own, seeing what we get and all that good stuff. So maybe we uh, go do some of that during the in-between game or seasons or whatnot, but I definitely want to have a goal to start out next season. I I don't know if I want to do Witch Doctor again. I like Witch Doctors. I know how to play them, so that's why I really like doing it, but I don't I don't know what I want to do. You know, if... It's hard for me to debate which class I want to wanna play. I mean, I've, I've even thought about doing, like, a Demon Hunter. Now, I don't like the Demon Hunter class, but I do like the fact that every time I watch Demon Hunters play, they just smoke everything. Um, if I do a Demon Hunter, i probably do... Maybe that's what I would do on Soft Car, because um, I'm not really good at kiting, so I probably would, you know, since Demon Hunters I hear are squishy, at least to begin with, you know, yes, they can kill super fast, but if they get hit, they die. I'm not really good at that kiting stuff, so... I don't know I don't know that's why I like I like Wichita. it's kind of a mix between you know you can you can throw your pets up and go kill stuff and I like summoning stuff and doing all that, but just trying to do the same build and look for the same gear over and over gets old, the course as well too, so yeah,
1: I don't know, yeah, I'm with you with the demon hunter i've I've actually been debating doing that next season as well, but I play much better with the tankier characters like uh the crusader the barbarian and um uh, the monk, I I have fun with the witch doctor and, but the wizard and demon hunter specifically, they're just they're almost too squishy. I'm not as good with them, and mm-hmm. I still have fun. I still enjoy them. I mean I've got two demon hunters and two witch doctors. I'm well, I do have two witch doctors as well, but two wizards as well. Uh, at seventy, but I. I don't put nearly as much game time in them because I'm not not good with them.
0: Right, right. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing with me. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm trying... Like I said, two seasons ago, I did Crusader. I did... I went on a... Like, I wanted to build a Thorns Crusader. I always kind of thought about doing it. I got about... uh, Three-quarters of the way through the season. It's just starting to get good, and that's when I had, like, my worst-ever death. I I got pwned by Adria on that, so... It was like I got to actually started the season at the beginning, and then I got spanked and like because my only guy I was using or anything, I lost my all my really really good thorns gear after I just found like good thorns gear and everything. So that kind of cut me off before I could even really start pushing greater rifts. And then I didn't really play anymore. Season five, and then season six came along. I started witch doctor like halfway through because you know of moving and everything else and not being available. And then like I felt like I was getting really far this time, but I didn't. I I really feel like the only only thing I could have made I mean, other than my legacy of nightmare build, uh, like I could have gotten better ancients and made that a lot tougher, I think. But the 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 Helltooth build, I think I kinda had it maxed. Uh for the most part. Yes, I could have gotten an ancient ancient or a couple more ancient pieces of my uh Helltooth set itself and been a little bit stronger, but I think just by, literally just by getting some more Paragon levels, that would help majorly with those last 10 uh, Greater Rift levels, you know? Oh well, yeah. Because the goal is to get to 75. If that's, uh, if that's the season journey, get to 75, and I'm happy, you know? I don't need to get any farther, personally. I'd just be happy if I got that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not someone, I don't chase leaderboards. I don't need to be anywhere, you know, in the leaderboards. I'd just be cool if I was, but... I always got someone that's gonna beat me, so I figured, meh. <laughs> Same. That's
1: how I feel about it too. Actually, I do know they're lowering the, uh, lowering it from 75 to 70 this season. So hopefully that'll make it easier to get your guardian and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I, I did. I think I did see that when I looked through uh, last show. I think I looked at what the new conquests were. If I can't remember all of them, I do remember there was gonna be a lot more like stuff you have to do though with like really a lot of grind out stuff like uh make a bunch of augmented gear and uh well you know what let's 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 look back at it see if i can find it yeah we got okay chapter one completed nephilim i would okay the first three chapters or four chapters are going to be about what they always are so let's let's just skip up to slayer uh, complete an Rift Torment. Let's see. Play a Greater Rift 35 solo. I'm just looking to see if there's anything that sounds really difficultly hard. Let's see. Champion level. Craft a flawless roller gem you No. Know? Complete Realm of Fray, you No. Know? Okay, Master Set Dungeon. That's not the worst thing in the world. Defeat Urzale at Torment 11. Difficulty higher. Complete Greater Rift 50 solo. Use I cube to convert a set item Craft flawless gem use can I convert a set item. okay it's the same destroyer craft a hellfire amulet okay, complete a conquest you know no, that's gonna be tough <laughs> defeat diablo at torment 13 I, I think people will get to the end defeat adria at torment 13 I think those are gonna be not gonna be too hard because eventually I think like torment 13 will be like torment 10 everyone will be able to crush it
1: yeah i i'm I'm with you on that
0: okay use canais cube to augment an uh, ancient item with a level thirty plus gem okay see that's where to me is gonna be pain in the arse because you're gonna have to get all your levels on your gems and then go augment it into a cube because at, at Destroyer destroy you gotta augment with a thirty level thirty gem um conquer you have to augment with a level forty gem and guardian you have to aug- augment with a level fifty gem. So you're gonna have to make a lot of gems, and then you also extract 40 legendary power, powers in the Kanai's cube. That could take a little bit of time. Um, actually, I had quite a bit this season. I don't know if I had quite 40 extracted, but so that's a lot of you know bounties stuff. I mean, it's it's quite a bit. So a lot of different stuff to do. At least most yeah, of it does seem. it's you know, becoming too the terrible. grind. The grind is yeah. real. Yeah, yeah, you know, I suppose. But, you know, if, think of it this way, like I said, I started about halfway through the season. There was only like a month, maybe a month and a half max, and I got as far as I did. I guess if I had double the amount of time, wow, maybe I could have done a lot more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so, I could see yeah. you being
1: in the 800s at least, Paragon.
0: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I I just started, I mean, shoot, like the first 200 Paragons I swear it took longer than, like, the next 300 you know because that's when i got uh you know torment 10 or greater high high greater rifts and i could just get tons of levels you know you get 10 even at the level even at the paragon level i'm at now i'm getting at least two or three paragon levels per greater rift you know so it, it your experience goes super fast too but that so that's a good thing but Let's see I guess I guess that's what I've been up to. that was my that was my story the big thing was my death um so rest in peace Zale for season six uh, you got your four uh witch doctor brothers and sisters to uh take revenge for you and we'll be starting up I don't know if, like I said what do you think you'll start next season I'm debating between the
1: demon hunter and Maybe another Monk since I really fell off of it this season. Uh, But also, reading the patch notes, I did think the the update to the uh, Firebird set for the Wizard looked pretty cool. But, like I said, I'm not good with the Wizard, so I'll I'll probably not do that. But it's still an option.
0: Are you thinking about uh, Hardcore maybe this season or Softcore?
1: Yeah, I've been thinking about hardcore just because uh, I've got a lot of friends li- looking for uh, hardcore, especially after, the, after I joined you on the podcast the first time, um, mm-hmm. a few people uh, wanted to play, and they, they're all hardcore, so I'm like, oh, well, okay, um, I'll, I'll create one. I actually planned on making one this season, but I fell out and didn't mm-hmm. have the chance to, so I, I left a few of them disappointed, unfortunately. But they're not too mad at me. I got back in touch with them recently, and hopefully we can all play this, this season. And hopefully you can join yeah. us.
0: Yeah, for sure. If like, if like I said, if I have more people to, to play hardcore with, I definitely want to do an opening night run again to at least to get to 70. Like the first like the first three seasons, we got to 70 night one. That was really fun. It's really fun doing that. So I wouldn't mind trying to do it one of those nights again if possible, depending on you know what happens that date. So. Yeah, yeah really I think cool. i got a lot of time, obviously, until August 5th to figure it out, because that's when the new season will start. But right now, if, if it was starting tomorrow, I think I'd probably just hop on Witch Doctor again. But I'm going to have time to think about it. I'm going to look up, look into the Season 7 patch let's see what stuff's being changed, what it's looking like, blah, 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 and probably go from there. So. Yeah, and also, uh, I
1: actually like knowing, if I, if I know I'm going to run with a group of people, Uh, a lot or even just in the beginning uh, say if I ran with you guys for the opening night I'd actually base what I chose to play off what you guys were playing because I'd it's really fun having a bunch of the same character because you get you know either different builds or all the same build and just smash everything but uh, I I like switching it up and having a variety so you don't have the same moves same combat style same everything you know, you want like a mini army, have tanky guys up front, uh damage dealers in mm-hmm. the back just dishing it out. So knowing if if you find out what you wanted to play and I and I did end up playing with you, I'd I actually prefer to base mine around you to see how I could help you. Right. And both of us as a group.
0: Right. I definitely think I can get a lot farther playing with someone, obviously. I mean Imagine if I could have went into groups, easily went into groups with everyone, you know, with a few people that were better than me and probably, you know, got the, the used groups to help me at least get my gems hired or leveled higher without having to worry about dying in the greater rifts every time I go solo, you know, or not doing it in time or something like that, so we'll see when it gets there, um, it's gonna, I'm sure I'll definitely be a crusader or a, or a witch doctor, who knows, maybe I'll say heck with it and try something different and have no idea how to play the play the class, but we shall see when the time comes. But uh, I'm gonna move on. Um, we're pretty far into the show, and we got a lot more to go after this, even. So uh, I'm gonna start by mentioning our donate button. We do have a donate button. If you'd like to contribute to the show, go ahead and, and uh, just uh, go on the You'll see the donate button on the side. You can just press that. Um, You're not know, saying you gotta, but if you'd like to we appreciate it any contributions will help the show we gladly appreciate it yeah so another thing as a lot of you know uh, we're sponsored by Audible Uh, you can go to our our affiliated link ad at uh, like I said Audible let me get the ad here it's uh, our podcast is brought to you by Audible you can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash soulstone 2016 they have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player um, when you sign up through us, you also uh, receive a, a one credit pr- or I think you sign up for anyone but go ahead and go through us. You receive one credit per month. Um, one credit equals one audiobook. Like I said, there's over 180,000 titles at the very moment. It is around. It is 14.95 per month after the trial period. But your first uh, 30 days are free and risk-free at that. Uh, if you like it, you, you love it, you keep it. If you don't, you have no obligation to after those 30 days. Um, so once again, Audible. Uh, go ahead and visit Audible uh, through our link at bit.ly slash soulstone 2016 and yeah hopefully enjoy that i've done it in the past myself you ever looked into audible Vesper?
1: yeah uh i haven't gotten it yet myself well i uh, i did download the app and look at it a little bit it looks really cool and i'm thinking about i'm seriously thinking about uh getting the free trial you know getting that free book
0: yeah, I went I got uh forget which Diablo book it was, but I got the Diablo book that was on there. I don't know, maybe it'd be cool, maybe some more Diablo books in the future eventually. We've been asking and praying for that for a long time. Maybe there is. <laughs> yeah, I think you I think
1: you and I talked about that a little bit when we were playing uh, Diablo two. So, you know, if people uh go and watch that they can they can hear that conversation. But
0: yeah i'll put that i don't know like I said, speaking of our diablo 2 stuff eventually if i haven't put it on youtube i will put it on youtube um it's not edited or anything like that it's just our gameplay but if not you can go to twitch.tv slash lantonio look in my archives and it'll all be there and i think you know as long as you have time vesper at least during the break especially maybe we'll go do some more of that oh yeah we definitely yeah. need to finish that up i still haven't beaten it man i'm waiting for you <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm. My guy hasn't touched my guy since we're at, since we played. Hopefully, we haven't been too long where our characters got expired. Yeah. So we don't have to start over. But oh, yeah, no. we'll go. We'll go. It wouldn't take us long to get back to there. You know, a lot That's of true. getting to where we're at is because you were a new player and you were kind of getting the feel of it. So now, if we if we did for some reason mess up and get our characters expired, we'd be able to restart and get back to that point in you know an hour. Yeah, no time so, for that. So and we wouldn't really have to be all crazy about doing everything new and and making it like we did the first time because like i said i'm guessing unless you forgot you would be able to figure that out so
1: yeah okay
0: well um community feedback and email section this is where we talk about our tweeters our emails all our good stuff like that so we do have a few tweets um not a ton this time but we have a couple uh, i'll go ahead and start that uh let's see here we have a tweet from at shano he says i think poke oh, oh no uh, i'm not gonna I'm, I'm really we're not gonna talk about this in diablo are we uh, anyway i think pokemon go is suffering from error 37 like symptoms at shattered stone uh, in response to that tweet medra says at shano at shattered stone i would have to agree <laughs> so you're not into that, huh? Uh, yeah, well, I I've heard a few things about it now, and i have started to hear about it more and more, and I'm just like, wow, that's the new craze, huh? So
1: <laughs> yes, definitely. <sighs> uh, honestly, I'm I'm guilty of it. Well, I I grew up, it's my generation, and whatnot, and plus, it's I'm really using it, using it as an excuse to go walk around because I I really need to be more active. So it's it's just a good thing to go out, walk around, and you know, why not play a game while you're out there doing something. And the community yeah, I mean, is really nice too. So at least around yeah, me it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know a ton about it. it. It sounds kind of interesting, but when I hear like you know people are getting car accidents over something, it's always funny.
1: Yeah, that's like, that's <laughs> the stupid part. That I I mean there was news stories around here not too long ago, like maybe a couple weeks ago. People were like walking in on. Disrupting funerals and whatnot, looking for Pokemon. I'm like, okay, if you're gonna play, <laughs> at least be respectful. That that's there's, yeah, there's absolutely no reason why you should do that.
0: Yeah, I was I was hearing from a friend. I was talking to it tonight earlier actually. I had over, and he was saying how they uh, Pokemon has experience based on how much walking around you do and stuff like that. And so like people were tying their cell phones to their their ceiling fans. <laughs> And making it go in a circle <laughs> and just, like, getting tons and tons of experience by doing it like that. And it's like, really? Wow. Okay. But anyway, back to the tweets, right? Um, yeah. There's a tweet from me. It says, from @atlantonio at, at #ShadowStone got Slayer done in hashtag Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls Season 6 Hardcore. Don't think Destroyer is going to happen, though, as I don't foresee myself getting a Conquest. Well, that's actually an older tweet from me because um, I did beat that and then once i got destroyer done because i didn't foresee myself getting a conquest yeah and i thought maybe next would be um you know i finally did get a conquest beat and then i find out i need a second conquest beat and conqueror not to mention a third conquest beat in guardian yeah that that didn't happen maybe next time right (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i also (laughs) too it's very intimidating yeah that was that was until like 12th so that was a little ways uh, a little ways back now but uh, I also tweeted that I hit Paragon 440 myself highest I've got in the season well ever for that matter so we'll see how much further I can get and um, well I can answer that question I got up to 536 so almost another hundred I got before the season ended and that was July 29th, so not bad. Within a couple of days, getting another hundred Paragon levels. Uh, I've got uh, a question especially...
1: for you. Real Go quick ahead. about that. So uh, July
0: 29th happens. In Wait, three I think it's supposed days, to be June 29th. So... My bad. This is supposed <laughs> to be June. I wonder why. I wonder why it says July 29th. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm guessing it's supposed to be June. 29th you're right <laughs> yes, <laughs> good I catch mean, you, you i got, didn't see uh, i didn't even catch that at all until you said it
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so you're you're here from the future okay uh <laughs> we've got to talk about some
0: stuff then but <laughs> yeah what happened here I, okay that it's was miss, misspelled but oh well technical difficulties <laughs> <laughs> so anyway let's see yeah, i was at 440 um I did, I did think, I, I don't, I must have, we must have missed putting the tweet in, but I did, I did re- also retweet to the show and stuff about that I had made that, uh, that conquest and I was, that I was on Conqueror now and stuff like that, and I don't think, I'm surprised, you know, I, I guess because I don't hop on Twitter too much, but I never tweeted that I died, so that'll be a, uh, uh, what you call it, a surprise for everyone, I think the only person that was online when I died at the time was someone in our clan named Bulbine, so, it was the only one that got to see my shame So I didn't, no one really Probably knew about it right away oh, no. so, so that was good, I didn't have to hear the Oh, rip, sorry, oh, oh, oh Yeah, that's <laughs> Or ouch, ouch, you know you know <laughs> What people really mean to say is ha ha I
1: mean, we, we can even tell you, you, you I, think it's, I think it's better that you told them over this So they can actually feel the pain in your voice As you're telling the story <laughs> And it right. really emphasizes how you felt
0: <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, that. that's pretty much it for the tweets. Um, got through that nice and quick. Uh, we we don't have any um, new emails this week. Um, that's totally fine. We're going to have plenty to talk about between what we've already talked about. And there is some... I was, you know, before we started the show, I went through our, our... Yeah, the blue notes where we talk a little bit about news and stuff that we had, you know, and anything else about the game that we didn't... that we skipped before. But, uh... I don't know. I didn't know this, and I don't think in, uh, I mean, I know it now, and you didn't know it, but we brought it up a little bit, and I think this is going to be, even though it's not in order of what we're supposed to be talking about here, because I can go in any order I'd like, but this to me is really, really big, um, so I'm going to go ahead and say it, if you don't know it now, maybe you'll, you'll know it before, maybe, most people probably know this, but, you know, I don't pay attention to any news, you know, but, uh, Yeah, it's kind of sad to hear, Um, there has been confirmation from Blizzard Entertainment that our uh, game director and basically, you know, I guess what I would call our Diablo savior and hero Josh Muscara, is leaving, stepping down from director of Diablo Diablo 3 and is also no longer working for Blizzard Entertainment. Yeah, uh, in an email, it says here from the article, in an email to Polygon, Blizzard confirmed that Mascara has stepped down as director of Diablo 3 and is no longer at Blizzard. He did uh, send a There's a quote from Josh himself. It says, with Diablo 3 in a good place at this point, or I'm sorry, a quote from Blizzard. With Diablo 3 in a good place at this point, Josh felt now as was a good time to pursue other opportunities with minimal impact to the team. Blizzard said in an email we will be uh, filling the director role either from Blizzard or uh, externally. So, yeah, we're out of our director number two. Um, How does that make you guys feel? Uh, I, I really, I like Josh. I, I met Josh uh, when I was out at BlizzCon in 2013 when Reaper Souls was first coming out. And uh, had a lot of conversation with him. Felt like he really turned Diablo around, did a lot of really good stuff. Kinda of sad to hear that he's not gonna be uh, you know, on the team anymore. And it was a real kind of a kind of a shock. Like I felt like I didn't know anything about it until all of a sudden I looked on, on the notes here. So what do you, what do you think about that, Vesper? Like, you know, you didn't know about that either. It's kind of a shock to you? Yeah, I'm I'm still shocked
1: by it, flabbergasted. I yeah. I don't know what this means for Diablo. I don't know what they're gonna what they're gonna do from now on. Uh, obviously, it does mean that anybody interested in the position should be sending in an application.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But outside of that, I've I don't even know what to think. I mean, yeah, we've gone through. He was he was the second. It's it's really pulled through, but you know, you don't mm-hmm. know where
0: it's uh, what direction it's gonna take from now. Yeah,
1: you know. you know, it's
0: not something I saw coming. Um, because I just felt like when something's going good, you'd want to keep that person to keep it good. But, you know, uh, to tell, like, kind of, a, like, a almost like a story that I guess I can kind of uh, put into it. Back when I was at BlizzCon, um, our, our, my good friend Nevik and I, when we were interviewing, kind of, like, you know, just personally interviewing, not, you know, not over the record or anything like that, but we were talking with Josh at the, um, at the Invitational, you know, the day before BlizzCon, like, the dinner we had with all the devs and stuff for Diablo, uh, we had a chance to talk for like a long time with Josh uh, when he first got in the job and uh, stepped up ahead of Jay Wilson. And he said, that uh, you know, uh, yeah, I got a big, uh, big uh, chore in front of me. And I remember once uh, he said, we made like a joke about, you know, when once this game's in a good position and they're happy with uh, Diablo, he'd like to take a really big vacation from video gaming and just, you know, not do anything for a while and, you know, it kind of reminds me of that combo, like, mm, I wonder if he had planned all along to kind of just be, like, uh, come in and, you know, do what he could to, like, almost like a fixer-upper rather than, like, you know, do his own thing and then also come up with his, his completely all his own, which I don't know how much of Reaper of Souls is all his own idea or how much they, like, changed from if, like, you know, uh, if Jay Wilson had it at all anything planned into it or not, but it seemed like, you know when jay wilson left we kind of all uh, with the hate that was against him and stuff it kind of felt like you know saw that coming uh with josh and mascara you know he seems liked a little bit more i don't uh didn't see it coming i guess it's kind of hard to see what to say it kind of makes my ideas of whether or not we're gonna see like uh, an expansion for Diablo 3 anytime soon, like uh, that kind of brings those thoughts all together. I, I really don't think and this is gonna be before I uh, read an article. I'm gonna bring up an article about some stuff that I already know, but saying that I don't know this. First, uh, I think that Diablo without with Josh Diablo with Josh being done, I have a feeling Diablo 3 is done where it's at. I don't think it's gonna go any further. Maybe some content patches or anything, some patches and stuff that already been like, you know, in the works that they're just kind of finishing up and it's already been approved. Uh, but I don't think any like major expansions are going to come out now for sure. Um, if anything, I don't, I don't even think it will happen this, this, as early as this, uh, this BlizzCon. Um, if it does happen at BlizzCon, I think it would probably be a, a, an entirely new game, if anything, but I really don't foresee that happening. I had mentioned that uh, the Polygon had, uh, uh, what do you call it, a, uh, a letter on this or whatever, a, uh, a news article, anyway. And I was going to kind of go over this quick, because it's not too long or anything, kind of tells about it. It says uh, it's, it's uh, titled, Blizzard Hiring New Game Director for Unannounced Diablo Project. Current Diablo 3 Director Leaves Blizzard Entertainment. And it's by, I'll give credit to uh, Michael McWhorter, And uh, of Polygon I guess news and entertainment The article starts with this And I'm just going to read it quick for you guys Blizzard Entertainment is hiring more staff for the new Diablo project Including a new game director tasked with leading the Diablo series into the future According to recently spotted job openings So Diablo's future Hmm. So we definitely have plans for the future That's a good thing to hear Uh, the game director job listing is one of a half dozen openings for the unannounced project set in the Diablo universe. So, we now know that there is definitely an unannounced project, an unannounced something that has to do with Diablo. For sure, I don't know how long this has been out, this news, so sorry if I'm saying something everybody already knows. Like, duh, we know that. So, so, uh, like I said, we're not really a news-focused podcast, so stuff like this is always just like whenever I see it, that's when it's new for me. But anyway, continuing on, it says, Blizzard says it's looking for a director that will be a vision holder for the franchise as well as public-facing representative for the series. Uh, it's not clear from the job listings if a new Diablo project it was going to be a sequel to Diablo 3 or another expansion or something different altogether. Uh, Josh uh, Mascara, who joined Blizzard in 2011, had been serving as game director of Diablo 3. He replaced former game director Jay Wilson in 2013. Wilson recently left Blizzard after 10 years at the studio. Uh, in an email to Polygon, Blizzard confirmed that Mascara has stepped down as director of Diablo 3 and is no longer at Blizzard. With Diablo 3 in a good place at this point, Josh felt that now was a good time to pursue other opportunities with minimal impact to the team. Blizzard said in an email, "We'll be filling the director role either from with or filling the director role either from within Blizzard or externally." Uh, where else would you do it from Blizzard? <laughs> Diablo 3 was first released on Mac and Windows PC in 2012. Action role-playing game expansion Reaper of Reaper Souls arrived in March 2014. Blizzard released console versions of the game dubbed Ultimate Evil Edition in August 2014. So wow, I, you know what? I, I, it's hard for me, like, looking at these dates to realize that Reaper of Souls has been out almost two years. Wow. So, you know what? Maybe, maybe the expansion, which I don't think is going to be expansion, but maybe the new uh, project for Diablo be it Diablo Four, World of Diablo, whatever they're gonna do next, is a lot sooner than we think. What do you think?
1: Uh, I think that'd be really cool to hear, but uh, I don't think it'll be anytime in the too soon future. It'll be maybe a couple years down the line, a few. I mean, that's earliest uh, yeah. that I see it. It's just kind of to me, it feels uncharacteristic of of Blizzard. through... Announce a uh, Diablo Four. This uh, I don't want to say this soon after Diablo Three was released because you know it's been years now, but
0: and it just it does feel
1: soon for them.
0: It feels soon to me because of the game feels like it just kind of got to where it really needs to be. You know, it, it's in a really good position right now where we're just getting some a little bit of new stuff every time, kind of like Diablo Two had gotten once it got to where it needed to be. So, it doesn't feel like... uh, Just being what we're used to, we had Diablo 2 for like 12 years, right? So, and this is a game that now that it's where it's at, I mean, we could... It's going to be fresh and good with, with seasons and everything for a long time. We could easily do it. The only problem is, is it's... We're not... They're also not monetizing the game. So, I mean, unless they eventually they're going to have to like to keep the game going they're going to have to make more money with it right i don't know exactly how i mean i know they monetize some cosmetics and some certain things you know you know in the other uh, like the other servers or the other countries or whatever with um with some cosmetic stuff i believe uh, but i don't know much about that but um when i look into like what diablo is hiring now obviously other than a game director um uh, they're also hiring software engineers, senior concept artists, uh, senior character artists, uh, senior FX artists, senior animator, animator, and game director. And those are all for the un- unannounced projects that's labeled. So it's, they're not working on, uh, these people will not be working on anything that we already know about. Seems as though it's okay, we're going on two years. I think if we hear about anything about Diablo 4... Uh, we'll hear about it maybe by the end of next year. Maybe by BlizzCon next year, maybe by the Worldwide Invitational next year, something like that. Uh, just an announcement. If it is a expansion, we could possibly. I, uh, I don't think it's going to happen, but BlizzCon could be a secret. It could be the secret um, game. You know, last times Blizzard will have a. Uh, Blizzard's newest game, uh, Mike uh, Morheim will come up and be like, okay. Uh, we're all waiting to see what Blizzard's newest game trailer is going to be. And he'll say, okay, Blizzard's newest project, we'll all expect it to be World of Warcraft again. And it'll, you know, or Overwatch. And it'll come, and it'll be a Diablo 3 expansion too. Um, I don't foresee that happening. But if it, it's possible. Either that or early uh, first quarter, we'll get some kind of, uh, you know, whenever, the, after BlizzCon, whenever the next big, like, uh, presentation or... Um, Uh, what you call it uh maybe the next uh shareholder meeting somehow there that's when it'll get announced or the next convention of some sort that's when if it's an expansion will get announced if it's a diablo 4 i think we'll hear about it by the end of next year uh basically what they're gonna do is kind of like let diablo 3 ride uh with its you know minor patches new seasons whatever you know throughout next into next year and then they'll announce the new season, or the new project. Because, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's probably at least getting started to be worked on already. Um, seems so they're hiring a bunch of people to work on it. Maybe it's just in, like, the idea frame. Uh, but they do know they want to work on it. And if they're hiring for it, you know, they who knows, maybe they have a concept already or something. But, you know, of course they are hiring senior concept artists. Whatever. Who knows, but that's my prediction. I think they're going to, I think we'll have a Diablo 4 Heck, maybe it'll be a world of Diablo, something like that. I mean, I think Sanctuary is an awesome location to turn turn into the like, MMO style, something like that. I think it'd be cool. Uh, there's a lot of really stuff cool. you could do. Yeah, I think I think uh, I, you know, it's almost like how many times do you want to make the Diablo story uh, come about again? Okay, so Diablo one, he got into a, a child's head, and Diablo two, we took the the yeah okay and by the way story spoilers if i really need to say it uh, i think it's been out long enough where you should know the story but diablo 2 you know a guy tries to maintain diablo comes back again then we destroy the world stone diablo 3 we just, uh, he comes back through you know um leah and we destroy him again and then you know it's always going to be he's going to somehow come back right he's always going to come back so it's kind of like a, a repetitive story and to just like you know play the game as is yeah, it's cool, but let's. I I think it'd be really awesome to change it up. You know, like Warcraft back in the day. You know, the first three Warcrafts or whatever, they were you know your turn-based strategy games or your uh, live-action strategy. I think not turn-based. They was they were real time, right? If I remember right, they were either real time or turn-based. I think they're real time. Uh, but anyway, it completely changed. Warcraft completely changed. They just took the the took the storylines and the concept behind it and changed it. And I think because. Diablo's storyline is so incredibly good, and the world is so incredibly intriguing that to just do this thing like just like an overhead point-and-click game where you have really linear areas on a, a world that could be so much more vast and and really graphically good-looking and really really cool and intriguing with tons of different classes and, and you know tons of different types of people. I think an MMO would be awesome in the Diablo world, just awesome. As long as it's made good, I mean, I'd be fine if it was World of Warcraft completely copied with Diablo everything, for the story, you know. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. that's me. I mean, I, I'd be heck, heck heck, I'd be happy if the new Diablo project was uh, Diablo Stone World of, or Hearthstone World of Diablo or something like that. You know, a Diablo card game, I'd be happy with. But that's me. Yeah, so... yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think that's a
1: good idea. They did do as long as if they do if they go to the MMO route as long as they keep the gameplay really well I mean it doesn't yes they they can keep it the same above you if they want that'd be awesome I'd be perfectly fine with that uh, if they went with a different view like you said if they make it like uh, World of Warcraft just in Sanctuary and take all the classes and whatnot And have that third-person view and that would still be really cool just they have to watch the controls watch the gameplay because nothing Mm -hmm. at least for me my personal opinion about mmos and all that how the controls are the control scheme how the game operates just how you even move about Mm -hmm. is it can go very wrong very quickly if they have the wrong controls you know,
0: I'd be happy if they made a Diablo that was more based on. Um, I I I'd love for them to make a single-player Diablo game as well. Uh, okay, let's say let's make Diablo 4, right? We have like our, our team that makes the Diablos like which what it is now with like this is the style that they make Diablo for multiplayer, right? Like it is now. This is the the, the game engine. I think it'd be really cool that they have a Diablo-based game and um, storyline that's kind of like Skyrim. I guess I would say where you know you're a single player and you can go do quests in the world of Diablo by picking your class like you do or you know in, in like Skyrim for instance and having quests and, and things happen throughout the world like that too where you could go to Tristram and you can go and you can try to find this guy or or you know however you can all the areas that are around sanctuary you know just have it called instead of Skyrim it's called sanctuary and it's like uh, your first person slash third person you know open world concept even could be cool it doesn't have to be like exactly an mmo per se maybe just a multiplayer open world thing would be cool with to me with the Apple.
1: oh yeah that would be so cool uh, i would definitely go for that especially because yeah they like you just said earlier with their the same storyline kind of repeating that's what uh really set reaper of souls off because you're not fighting Diablo again he's you know Malthael takes Diablo's power and uses it against you which could happen in another game that could happen again even if it's a human or like, something they found a way to harness Diablo's power technically you're still fighting in essence Diablo even if it's not him himself but uh, on top of that, if they made a game like if they turn it into like Skyrim or an MMO, they could have like the main storyline. Say, use Skyrim as, a, Skyrim as an example. Uh, the main storyline just have it as final boss as Diablo, whatever. Like mm-hmm. Alduin and Skyrim, but have yep. so many other side missions. So many. I mean, you can go after all of the other. Right. Races. There's so
0: many other quests and stuff, and yeah, yeah, yeah and there's stuff there's so that much... ties into it. But you don't have to. Yeah, there's. It's not a linear, a non-linear game, open world. So yeah, you can kind of yeah. just go in any route you want. You could make your your character super freaking powerful, or you can try to fight Diablo as a little weaver.
1: You know? Yeah, yeah, that'd be really, really cool. Um, and have different uh, uh, different kind of skills you can do. Cause if you made it like a single player game like that, it wouldn't just be hack and slash. You know, like how Diablo's been. You'd actually have you could sneak around you could do Uh all this other stuff it would open up a bunch of uh, more class opportunities like you said you could get potentially like a thief or like a stealthy class or uh just Mm -hmm. something that revolves around say explosives or uh whatever you could you could get really really creative with the with the classes
0: i just really want to have a better like to me, like just because I love the story of Diablo so much, and just like when I read the books and when I see even a Diablo 2 or a Diablo, whether it be Diablo 3, which you know, like the this the outlining of the game, like what you can see into the worlds and stuff, and how it looks, and the towns and stuff like that, like within even like you know, like in pictures, there's you know Luke Galay and this stuff. There's all these perfect areas. There's there's a good amount of uh, area. Like if you look at the world map of Sanctuary you can kind of picture going in between the worlds and where there is stuff Uh, it just sounds perfect to make it uh, a three dimensional world and be really interesting looking with you know all this areas and stuff that they could put in it like I mean like I said when I'm comparing it to Skyrim look when you go explore the world of Skyrim because like a lot of my fun in Skyrim is just walking around and checking stuff out right there's so many different caves and areas where everything looks so much different and you never think you're going to find the same area twice sometimes you know of course, there's a lot of stuff that repeats, too, but whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, just, you know, think about going to all the different areas and uh, all the different, be able to walk to them areas and actually, like, kind of be in the whole world of Diablo where, you know, you talk to different people and you can, uh, and they know, like, some people maybe even think Diablo's fake and not real and stuff like that, too, and I don't know. It's, there's, there's so many possibilities. You can talk about that forever, so...
1: Oh yeah, I'd I would really get into a game like that though. I th- honestly I think that'd be the way. Maybe not. I don't know if I should say they should go because I mean uh, I'm never gonna go go back on Blizzard. I mean Blizzard has made mm. made so many excellent decisions with all of their games and whatnot. Anything they come out with, I'm gonna play. There's there's no doubt about it. I'm gonna play it. But I think it'd be really cool just to switch it up, make something like a single player like Skyrim or like an MMO, just because I mean it would. It would put a new flavor to it, and also they wouldn't have to worry about oh well, Diablo's back once again. Go go, mm-hmm. put him back in a stone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I just I want I want to see Diablo on steroid graphics. You know, that's <laughs> kind of what I want to see because I think yeah. it looks so cool. So just to have it um, in like you know in those characters in like a big open world with you know, I uh, right now like yeah you can transmog your character and make him look cool, but like you and your character, you're you're so tiny. Like, you're just this little, like, you know, one-inch-sized person on the screen, and yet this world's so big and vast, and everything around you so huge, and, like, your spells take up half the screen. It it, would be cool to, like, make that a 3-D world, like, where, you know, you you got kind of, like, a life-size person, or maybe it's, like, a a first-person view, and, you know, depending on what you wear, you got, you look a lot more, you can be closer, and everything's, like, you know, bigger, and you can see uh, three-dimensionally in front of you instead of just on top of you and you know what I mean, I, I, just, I just think there's a lot of potential to look really awesome and have a lot of really good stories. So. Yeah,
1: that would be really cool and it would just make the bosses and enemies that much more intimidating and that much more scary, especially if they brought the Butcher back again, or the Skeleton Yeah, king I'd like back to see again. them
0: huge, like actually huge. You oh know?
1: yeah, that'd be so terrifying. It would bring that uh, Diablo 1 experience back again where it's the first time you see the Butcher ever. Mm-hmm. That scared the crap out of me. I mean, that right. was still one of my favorite memories in Diablo. You just, as soon as I opened that door ah, fresh meat, I took off running. <laughs> that was a cool feeling a game gave me that experience and i think they could they could do that again even if it wasn't the butcher they brought in a different enemy and you were sitting there looking at it from first person you'd have a completely different reaction than just think looking of Asmodan, at it. for instance yeah okay. oh yeah so, like
0: in the cinematic aspen is this humongous person compared to like uh um, Leah. What you call it, A player to Leah? But like When you fight Asmodan Or you fight Diablo uh, Yeah they're big But in comparison To you They're not that big And I'd like to It'd be cool If they walked Like they were The size of like Gods and they're beasts And like When you look at them You have to look up Into the, the sky Because they're like Such giants And stuff like that You know
1: Yeah I mean, they Depending on what Kind Malaya, of devil they are Yeah But that was the only one that really gave a huge intimidation factor, which kind yeah, of... That made it different. Yeah, if you look at the Belial fight in Diablo 3 compared to Diablo, I don't want to say Diablo is underwhelming com- compared to Belial, but if you look at the size difference and how mm. intimidating Belial was when you saw him transform into this huge hulking beast that, I mean, you don't even see his lower torso. It's just his, his upper... His upper body. Oh yeah, it's... like
0: well, I mean, it, when Chocolate first came out, it was kind of like you know, especially with the difficulty scale, it was you know, oh you beat the Dia- or you beat Belial? Well, you know, now the rest of the game's cake. It, it felt like you know, Belial was the hardest boss. He was. Yeah. I mean, especially for hardcore players, Belial was way more challenging than Diablo.
1: Yeah, because you couldn't run beginning. from him. You just have the small platform, and you just got to dodge his moves. You got to be more strategic. While right. Diablo, First, you can just run around the giant exactly. circle and kite him.
0: After, like, I kind of half expected Diablo to have a transformation like when he went down, or something more epic than what it was. So yeah. That's to me. Even, even, honestly, even Malthael didn't seem that crazy Like when he got to him. like To, to me, the boss fights have never been... I mean, in D2 and D3, the or D1 and D2, the boss fights are way more epic. They make the character, They scale them way bigger and more, you know, B.A. than Badass and uh, they did to me in Diablo 3. Like, they don't yeah. seem... In the fact that they added, like, semi-bosses, uh, you know, it, with, you know, like, for instance, you know, yes, uh, the Butcher seemed to be a good fight in this one. I didn't mind that, but... Like Cydia and Magda and some of those smaller like okay so when, back when Siegebreaker when when we first got pictures of Diablo 3 back when Jay Wilson was first announcing it remember how big the head Siegebreaker he could like pick you up rip you apart if he grabbed you stuff like that remember I don't know if you can remember the old yeah, trailers yeah. of Diablo 3 yeah, first coming that. out like I thought it was gonna be so cool that they were gonna have humongous monsters that if you don't dodge you get one hit because they picked you up and ripped you apart. 'Cause they actually could probably do that too if you weren't careful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean like, I, that I looked awesome. That
1: scene. Yeah, he was much bigger than he was in in the actual game. And wasn't there there was a bunch of enemies that spawned, even after you killed him, all of yeah, a sudden like just tons, the whole all these, room yeah, just was, came to life and you're not done. It's not over. Yeah.
0: yeah, it was continual. Like the boss was there when you walked into it, that's where the boss was, and then afterward like all these tons and tons of skeletons started coming up afterward his essence after you kill him, then you had to go to that fight, too. If anyone can, like, look at the original gameplay trailer of Diablo Three, you know what we're talking about. It's really cool, so... Yeah, it's yeah. really awesome. But, yeah, that's, like I said, something we could talk about for ages and contemplate and think of ideas, but hopefully, you know... When we talk about stuff like this people listen and think about you know put those ideas into play possibly not every single one i don't want all these things to come to fruition but you know hopefully something like that in the future we all get a little bit of something that we like out of it you know i just i kind of want something it'd be cool if diablo could have if they want to do the same thing over again you know with you know different aspects like yeah change it up a little bit maybe i mean to me diablo 2 and diablo 3 are completely different yeah, the, the the overhead concept, the hack and slash, is the same. But I, I don't know. I think I think it'd be good as like 3D world, something like that. That's why I say MMO too, because I know they want to make it multiplayer and you'd be able to play with a lot of people, and that's what makes it fun. But I also, if they can't do it like that, then whatever. I don't know. That's I, I don't know. It's hard to really get what I see in my head out on words, you know. Yeah, so.
1: yeah, I completely agree with you though would be a, a really cool experience
0: yeah so i'm, I'm gonna move on like it's uh, kind of that's a good conversation but i'm gonna keep the show going a little bit I'm getting i'm my eyes are getting birdie tired um so <laughs> right. let's see here just uh, kind of skim through some of the other notes here see what's kind of more important like i said that that uh josh Mascara thing kind of blew me away i didn't I just, I didn't expect to have another director go go away. Especially leave Blizzard completely because he just seemed like he really was a good part of the team. But who knows? You never know what's going on behind closed doors that they're not going to tell you about too. But another another blue post we have, you know, posted, uh, Neverless posted a blog the First Lick Season 7 journey. Um, so you can uh, check that link out to see what's all new about Season 7. Uh, of course, anybody who doesn't already know by now, the seasons work uh, they, uh this season seven is going to start at August 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time in North America 5 p.m. Uh, CES, CEST in Europe and 5 p.m. KST in Asia so that'll it all start at your specific times um, let's see uh, the Hadric set gifts for season 7 for the Barbarian is the wrath of the waste crusaders Roland's legacy demon hunters unhallowed essence Monk is Raymond of a Thousand Sons, Witch Doctors is a Helltooth Harness, Wizards is Telarash's Elements, and uh, more details on each set in the blog post. Okay, so there you go. Um, we got 10 new updated quests, uh, conquests coming to Season 7. All those details are also in the blog post. Obviously, if, if you didn't know, Season 6 did end. It ended last Friday. I uh, was at the 21st or the 22nd or something like that i think it was like 22nd when it ended uh so that's over we're right now we're in like the two-week drop over uh and you haven't experienced drop over you know you just you you go into your character now and everything will be mailed to your non-season account so you like all your non-season characters can play together again and you can mix and match all your gear that are all non-season and all that good stuff just don't forget i believe you have 30 days to claim that before it'll go away something around something like that uh, players have to okay in season seven, players have to complete Cocker to get more stash space. That's the same as been before. Uh, I should see. There's also a forum post titled Welcome, welcome Back, Tivilar. Tival. Tivaler. I, I I forget how to pronounce that name, but Tivaler. Ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> in short, it says Tiller joined the Diablo community team in August of 2014, and, and then left to help the StarCraft team to launch Legacy of the Void, and now Tiller is back in the Diablo 3 team. So that's kind of what that's about. Uh, Player Way Thursdays, Syndra's Convention Bar build. I know there was uh, the latest uh, Player Way Thursday is with a uh, Witch Doctor build. I just saw that on the just go to Diablo.com the opening page. You'll see that link. Um, once again, the Josh Bascaro stuff that we just talked about. Leviathan. We also have a video. Leviathan posted a video called "Diablo 3 uh, Season 7 Preview: Hader's Gift Seasonal Journey uh, We Walk." It's a quick look at the changes of season Journey. Uh, Leviathan points out that you have to complete an entire chapter to get the Hadros Gift in Season 7. He also lists that which which sets are going to be offered in each class in Season 7. So this time, you can't just complete the individual reward. For that uh, chapter to get that one gift like you can't if it says beat uh, and in chapter four it says beat solo greater rift 20 to get the pieces you have to also beat all the other quests in that chapter to get that piece is what it sounds like to me Uh, Riker also posted a video called Diablo 4 job postings Diablo 3's future dark prophet expansion hoax okay so that sounds it could be interesting Um, let's see says that in the okay like something in that video he mentions that blizzard released a job post for game director for the unannounced diablo project as we talked about earlier original game director is jay wilson next game director is josh mascara we'll see who's after that and he also record that is goes over a lot of speculation about what we might see next he also shows how easy it is to create false information and spread it around this in regards to the dark prophet expansion hoax okay so that must be something that uh maybe a little um rumor he made up and it spread or something like that and he wants to talk about it or someone else spread i don't know much about that though so
1: yeah or, i don't, I don't if, know if you ever heard either. i've
0: never heard of the dark prophet must be like an expansion hoax for diablo three that i just didn't never heard about myself so if you've heard about it to those he's talking about it there so let's see Did i really miss anything I don't think so. why Chang added a comment on the forum, posted the title, location of Karza, uh, something to do with the season seven conquests. Okay, sure, he's apologizing because colors did not appear at all. Okay, no, that's about, that's about it, I guess. Yeah, so that's the big news that I have here let's see uh why don't if anyone wants um, something to talk about uh via the twitter why don't you tweet us what you guys are gonna do uh next season what class you're gonna start you can play hardcore let us know so we uh, so everyone who's playing softcore and hardcore stuff knows who to team up with if you're gonna be try to get on opening night maybe something like that email us about the stuff we talked to tonight uh, about tonight what do you guys think about the uh, when you email us tell us about what you think the next diablo expansion slash Diablo 4 is going to be, what you'd like to see, whatever. What you thought about maybe our ideas, the, the MMO slash single player slash the open world. That's something you guys think would be cool. Anything at all like that. Um, other than that, let's see. Actually, can Pretty I much... add something to that real quick?
1: Yeah, go ahead. Also, it would be really cool to hear from everybody if you could... Create another character, create a, like a brand new character that has never been used before in a Diablo game. Uh, just get really creative with it. Um, what What would you choose? What uh, What oh, would yeah. it be? I, I mean, like
0: that. Like another class, like a new class, like not not like a necromancer or, or something that already everybody already wants, but something that's not been heard of. You're saying, right? Yeah, correct.
1: Like, a, uh, for example, uh, for me, I think it'd be really cool to have some kind of. Um, Maybe like a humanoid type uh, demon that maybe went good for some reason. I, I don't have any details behind that, but I think it'd be pretty cool to use more demonic type moves. That's not you wouldn't think, or if you just saw him, you wouldn't think, "Oh, that's a good guy." I think that'd be pretty cool to switch it up like that. And maybe play as some kind of demon.
0: Yeah, um, like that kind of reminds me of something. This is a little bit. Um... I talked about it a long time ago, but uh, since we were talking about different ideas for another Diablo game, I had an idea a long time back ago for the next Diablo game to be on the side of evil. We've always been on the side of good, right? We've had. We've been on the side of. We always try to fight Diablo. We always try to take over. We always try to win for the side of light. How about uh, we switch the roles and we get to play where we're fighting for Diablo or as Diablo or. Um, demons that are trying to take over and, you know, win the rule for Bale, um, you know, Mephisto, Diablo. Maybe even play as one of them characters versus, like, the... Uh, in the long run, the bad guys are the Juris Councils, right? So, uh, you could maybe play as Diablo and, or you could pick... Uh, your character could be Diablo, your character could be Mephisto, your character could be any one of the other prime evils or uh, lesser evils.
1: Yeah, that would be really be cool. That be cool for classes.
0: Let's say they start Diablo 4 with three classes. You can beat Diablo, Baal, or Mephisto. There
1: yeah, that would be really wouldn't cool. That would be sweet. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. never
0: got to do anything like that. So, But yeah, your idea of a like a demon-esque type class, gone, demon gone good, you could call them like the... Uh, what do you call it when you're trying to get the Redeemer or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. They're, or the Redeemed or something like that, you know?
1: Yep, that would be awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Mm,
0: I, I've always thought of, like, a health-based class, too. Like, a, um, just because all our classes are based off, like, you know, strength, vit, whatever, uh, yeah. our strength, and dex. I like, thought maybe, like, a health-based class that everything's based off vit, which could make that class a little bit overpowered based on how Diablo is. But maybe some kind of... Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to think of maybe a healer it's like everything you think of when I think uh, although what you said was a really cool idea and that's really different but um, I try to think of something that we don't already have like you know yeah I like necromancers but witch doctors could be that you know, see. there's warriors there's fighters what, what don't we have you know what we got duelists we got yeah well I mean, you
1: could do that one of two ways if you ran a character based on vitality uh, yeah, they'd have a ton of health and um, damage scaling off of Vitality, too. The way to even that out so they're not super overpowered is you can do it one of two ways. either make them naturally really squishy like uh, a Demon Hunter or a Wizard. That way, I mean, they've got so much health, it kind of compensates for that. Or you could have it to where all of their abilities, instead of having like mana or spirit or wrath or whatever, all of their abilities actually cost some of your health as well.
0: And just like have blood, blood mage health. or something almost.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like instead of say, even if you had a vitality class, it scales differently. Say with that class, it scales much higher. So instead of getting putting ten thousand points on vitality and only getting maybe two million health, say it scales much higher and gives you ten million health, but you're constantly spending it to cast abilities.
0: Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and give us your ideas and hopefully we'll hear from you guys by the next show, and we'll discuss that further. See what you got for us. So, uh, last but not least, other media. I do know that you've played something else, and I'm sure a couple other people have too. Any uh, Anything you want to tell us about uh, Overwatch, or anything like that, for instance? Or any oh, yeah. other media you've been playing or doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been playing some different stuff. I mentioned earlier I play a little bit of Pokemon Go just to get out and be active, but There's not too much to talk about that. Uh, Let's see. I have been playing Overwatch. Overwatch is phenomenal. They did a great job with it. Just as expected of Blizzard. Uh, I highly recommend it to anybody. Um, It is... um, You don't have to be competitive with it. A lot of people think you do. But it's just... Play it for fun. Play who you want to play. Don't... If people trash talk like every other PvP game... They're gonna do it. Just ignore them. It's still fun. Don't let them ruin the fun for you. And it's it's cheap. It's only a forty dollar game. I mean, the day it was released, it's forty dollars.
0: not that bad. Um, outside of Overwatch, that, did you say Overwatch was forty dollars or? Yeah. I'm sorry, yep. I missed it. Okay. Well, yeah. That ain't, okay, that ain't too bad. I thought about getting it. I just I haven't had the extra bucks to just go pick the game up. And I, I mean, yeah, maybe I'll just and go get it i want it i'm gonna get it eventually i just haven't got it yet so
1: yeah uh, if you do i mean we're we're friends on the friends list if you want to play definitely yeah, is it I'd, all yeah, based on your here.
0: battle net page as well i guess i'm sure yep. so yep. yeah i'm sure i'll get it here eventually i don't know how soon but i will get it um, anything else uh i don't think so nope that's
1: all i've been up to
0: okay well with me the same old same old uh I played well. I actually played a lot more Diablo lately than normal, but uh, I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone. I do my dailies every day. I, you know, either play on my phone, excuse me, at night, or, you know, last week I had a pretty cool tavern brawl, where you had, uh, I think it was called Raven Idols, and you know, it's basically a card that you can pick a spell or a minion every time, and it gives you a random spell, a random minion, kind of based off your class. For the most part, not all minions would be based off your class, not all spells, but most of them are um that was kind of a cool tavern brawl also last week was like uh, i don't know if it was for everyone but uh i think so called like fa- uh, friendly feud so you could do your quests with your friends that was pretty neat so you know you could kind of help each other out with your quests like that like helping you know with your friends that would maybe a little bit tougher to kind of get those quests pumped out quicker for more you know more rewards or whatever to get your obviously because you get your coins which can buy your arenas which buy your packs blah blah, blah. <sighs> seeing as though it's open uh, this isn't something I've been doing but it's probably gonna do uh, probably gonna get on D2 in the break uh, if not I thought about maybe looking into some of my other games picking up overwatch maybe playing some Dragon Age maybe doing something different in between but we shall see but yeah I didn't really do anything anything spectacular I don't think we've been watching anything. Oh, I I, I didn't really notice this, but I, I checked it out on uh, Netflix. I saw that there is a a TV show based on the movie Limitless. I don't know if anyone's ever seen the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper, where he takes this pill called NCT and he gets super smart. There is like a TV show based on that. That's pretty good. I was checking that out. Is that
1: any good? I I've seen trailers for it and uh, whatnot. I'm yeah, I it.
0: I mean it, it kind of it, it does start right where the uh, the movie left off, but it kind of turned into a cop show. Um, it's kind of like you know, guy's super smart, so he's helping the cops. You know what I mean? Okay. It's not bad. It depends on what you like. It's got a lot of good actors in it. Um, like uh, the person, if you if you, have you guys watched Dexter ever, or if you've seen Dexter, Dylan. Um, like the Dexter sister Morgan is on it. She's playing a detective. The the guy who played Quinn, uh, and Dexter's on it as well. Um, there's just there's a lot of people. Uh, Bradley Cooper's not really in the show, but he does some cameos. He's still playing, uh, Edward, uh, Morgan or Morhan or whatever his name is. was in the movie. You know, at the end of the movie, he was thinking about, right, he was senator and he was thinking about running for president or something like that. Yeah. Uh, that story continues on. He's still like the main guy behind NCT now and stuff. So Very it's pretty cool. cool. It, it, it's interesting. I liked the movie a lot. So I got into the show, but I'd recommend that to check out, um, as always, I'm always into Dragon Ball Super. Gotta check it out. Too bad it's not dubbed. I gotta read it and subtitle, but it's so good. It's worth it reading shows. Uh, it had an off weekend this week. That was disappointing. So, But it'll be back next week. I think they're on like episode 52. So if you're ever a Dragon Ball Z fan or Dragon Ball fan when you were little, the new series is out. It's by the same guy, original maker. So go check it out. It's flippin' awesome. I'd be glad to talk to anybody about Dragon Ball. It's my old-fashioned kid show that I still love today and now they're making new ones it's so awesome
1: oh but... yeah I still need to get into it I I remember watching that and loving every bit of it I just I need to get into the super I really really do it's on it's, uh, one of the highest on my list to watch
0: oh yeah it'll bring you back man and you'll just get sucked into it in and, and the world of uh, Dragon Ball and get right back into it right where it left off after Z so awesome and it's, it's, if anybody gave up on Dragon Ball because they watched Dragon Ball GT, don't forget GT was basically a fan-made show. Yes, they, they published it as Dragon Ball, but it wasn't, Had Akira Toriyama had nothing to do with it, and Dragon Ball Super, uh, basically, uh, skips Z, makes it like it never happened, or skips GT, makes it like it never happened, and starts, uh, super right from where Z left off, so... Yeah, well, um, I'm going to close the show. It's been, we've been on this line uh, almost three hours. So that means the show has probably been two and a half hours, almost at least. And I'm getting pretty tired, at least of being on here. I don't know how much longer I got. I don't know what I got to do tomorrow, but we'll see. Maybe play some games. I don't know, something. But anything to say before I close out the show?
1: Um. All right, yeah. Uh, last time I was on the show, I didn't really have anything anybody could contact me with you know so uh this time if anybody wants to get in contact with me or become my friend in any way uh, i'm more than happy to talk to you about anything either diablo or otherwise um you can find me i do have a twitter page now it's at Westpertilio 1189 also, you can find me, if you want to see all the games that I play in real time, also on Discord, you can find me as WesPertilio, hashtag 8893, and I'm more than happy to share my Skype as well. If email to find me, would be WASHY264 at Hotmail.com. That should pull me right up. It'll be under WesPertilio.
0: All right. Awesome. So... I want to thank you personally for being on the show again. Um, I thanks for I know it was last minute, but that's awesome that you were able to hop on with me. I enjoyed talking with you. It went really well last time, so I thought that I would pull you in again. I needed, I definitely wanted someone to talk to instead of doing it on my own again. And you did great. I appreciate it. It's fun to have someone to talk to, and uh, yeah. So, um, quick question: you, you, Did you enjoy you enjoy being on the show?
1: Oh, yeah. I love every bit of it. And, uh, it's not a problem being last-minute. As long as I'm not doing something, I'm more than happy to be on the show. and awesome. uh, I'm yeah. always here for you guys. If you guys ever need anything, even if it's not to be on the show or anything like that, don't hesitate to ask. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, thanks thanks once again for having me. I'm <laughs> Just like the first time, I got ecstatic. <laughs> I'm still ecstatic yeah. to be on the show a second time. That's
0: great. Well, I appreciate <laughs> it, and I know... Um... Everything went good last time. Everything, I'm sure, will go good. This time, Brayson and Jen, I'm sure, uh, would thank you for helping me out as well. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and close the show. And then uh, we'll think of a name, blah, blah, blah. But uh, as of now, everybody, you have been listening to episode 123 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. Want to join us in the game? Join our game community, aptly named Shattered Soulstone. Feel free to post short missives up on the community board and join the chat channel to talk with other folks from the community in-game. The show is powered by you, the listeners, so send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulstone.com. Hey, our emails have been a little bit low lately, so I'm going to go ahead and repeat that in case anybody needs it. show, S-H-O-W, at ShatteredSoulstone.com, s h t-t s-h-a-t-t-e-r-e-d s-o-u-l-s-t-o-n all one word dot com show at shatter dot com all right you have no excuses i want to see them emails next week guys or next time we love twitter come and join and tweet with us you can find the show at twitter at shatterstone i'm at lantonio janice at queen of haiku and brazier is at d underscore brazier and west Fertilla, what was your twitter again or aren't you using twitter did you say you were using twitter
1: Yes, uh, my Twitter is at Westpertilio. Oh God, there's a number. Oh, okay, it's at Westpertilio one one eight nine.
0: Okay, uh, so Dylan is at Westpertilio at at or Westpertilio one one nine, right?
1: One one eight nine.
0: One one eight nine. There we go. <laughs> I'll have that. I'll, I'll remember that. We'll write it in. Then. But uh, we'd like to extend a huge thank you to Medros for Forrest, Forrest Productions. <laughs> For hosting our lead deviant show, you can find more shows at the Dawn Forge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from here here next uh, next time, maybe Lantonio can talk at the Shattered Soul Stone. <laughs> keep on not giving up on me. I'll get it someday. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this presentation of Dawn Forge Productions, copyright 2016. Find us online at thedawnforge.com.